Time with a good time and buds. I'm Austin. And I'm Kevin. Welcome to the show. Uh, the Emmys were recently. They were recently. That was, that was kind was... of our most recent thing that happened. Yeah. Um, and how we were not invited, I'll never understand. I'll never understand. But uh, actually, you know what is bullshit though? What's that? It's always Sunny has never been nominated for an Emmy. Yeah. How is that a thing? I think it's just fringe enough that just like people don't want to touch it. They touch on too many taboo, taboo subjects. Like, and I get that. Like, there's a bunch of shows out there that are fucking. They really push the envelope, and I don't know why they don't pick. It's always Sunny because they absolutely should. They even have a vet of TV and film in their cast in fucking yeah. Danny DeVito they and also, Charlie Day's all over the place. They also have best song for sure. Oh yeah. He wrote the best song. I wrote the best song. I wrote the best song. It's not even an award. Yeah, so nobody else will probably do it. We'll have the best chance that way. Yeah. But It's Always Sunny is so fucking good. It's it's and so good, and it's just so well-written. Like, I mean, it seriously only, is well-written. It's one of the only shows on, I don't know, is that network TV? It's FXX? F- Ugh, that's a good question. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. It kind but of But it's is. like one of those, it's one of the only, like, 30-minute sitcom type shows that feels genuine anymore. Yeah, that feels like they're they're well, they doing write it their it. way. They yeah. still write it. They're one. They're they like just got the record for the longest running live action TV show. Exactly. They're at like season fifteen now. They fucking kill it. And they still write their own episodes. And yeah, they don't give a shit if it pisses some people off or whatever. Like, yeah. Because like with like date, nah, I keep calling it daytime TV, but like you know like primetime. Primetime network. network yeah. S- s- All the shows that came back this sitcoms fall. Sitcoms and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, those are all so fucking liberal and, like, so fucking, like, right over the They're right over the plate. plate. Like, they don't even try. Well, c- here's the deal. They don't want to step because on anyone's toes. A, they don't want to step on anybody's toes, but also, it's easy to write for a mainstream audience yeah. because, honestly, they don't demand too much. No. It takes a lot more skill to write for a niche, like It's Always Sunny or Rick and Morty or American Dad. Or it takes Workaholics. Or Workaholics. Like, yeah. Like, you have to really know your audience at that point. That's what makes those shows those shows. When you have those network TV shows, they don't know their audience. Their audience is just Every, the yeah. yeah, and so they make things that will Vague. broadly appeal to a bunch of people. Yeah, and it's just so stupid and fake. It's on its way like, out. Yeah. I mean, that's what it comes down to with the Emmys and ESPN. Everybody's complaining that they're just getting terrible ratings. Yeah. And honestly, it's because they're just politicizing everything. Yeah, they're, yeah. Like, it, it, Nobody even comes together to watch TV, like to talk about TV or to talk about whatever they're talking about their award show. They're there to talk about Trump again. Yeah, literally everyone there, uh, not everyone, but a lot of people there were talking about fucking just Donald Trump. Yeah. Or that and stupid, it's getting tired, man. Or that fucking black chick that you said, they were like, who are you rooting for tonight? She's like, I don't know, I just hope only black people win. Oh no, she said, I'm rooting for everybody black. I'm rooting for everybody black. It's like, why the, like... It's like, isn't that... That's just as that's divisive as the other way. Yeah, because it's still pinpointing that we're different because of yeah. our skin color. Like, I get that we're different on certain levels. It doesn't... We're all the same and that we're humans. Yeah. So it's like, why don't you be one of the first black people to go, I'm rooting for well, the best. she's definitely not one of the first. But. No. Well, no, 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 but I mean... Well, that's A, that's true, yeah. but B, just she like, had the opportunity yeah, like, to push it in a good direction. One of those people yeah. that just roots for fucking everyone. 
Well, I saw a uh, a video earlier today um, where they were doing like a pro right rally or a pro Trump rally or something like that, and a Black Lives Matter movement came along, and they were kind of yelling back and forth, and then the guy on stage at the he was pro Trump. The guy on stage was like, you know what? This doesn't happen enough. We're just yelling back and forth. I'm going to give you guys two minutes to give your platform. And we are going to try to talk about this in a safe and cordial and respectful manner. And it's okay if we have differing views. Here's your platform. So he went, so the Black Lives Matter guy went up there, uh, just black dude. And he just like gets on the mic, talks about how they're not anti-cop. They're anti-bad cop. They want a little more justice, which makes sense. And... Essentially, the whole thing came to the consensus that, like, we agree on most things. Yeah. And so and so they interviewed the black guy at the very end, and he's just like, you know, it was really encouraging to see differing views able to voice their opinions without it getting out of hand. That's what this is all about. Like, most people, other than the hardcore racists, but most people don't want to see black people killed by cops. Of course not. Even though they're... They're pro cop or like whatever. They're yeah. that's what side they would say they're with. Yeah. But they don't want and like they're not like sitting at home. They don't want it. unjust murders by the police. Yeah. Nobody wants that. Yeah. Like what it, kind of country would that be? It happens obviously, and it definitely should be addressed. But it's not like the other side is rooting for you to fucking exactly die, and, die or lose or whatever. They they just want their side to be heard. Also, both sides. Just feel like the other side's not listening. Yeah. So they just yell louder their side. Yeah. And it's just become a shouting match, but everybody's shouting in their own echo chamber where they just hear their own ideas like reflected back to them. Yeah. And yeah, and it just digs us deeper and deeper and deeper. But and and the media is not helping. No. The media is making it ten times worse by actually because like that's where you get most of your information. That's the point of the news media, is that's where you get information on what's happening in the world. And they're doing nothing to bring us together no. or to present both sides or to do any of that, they're making it worse and worse and worse. And I think a lot of them know it. Yeah, they have to. Yeah. Like, whenever I whenever I see somebody watching the news, whether it's my parents or just, like, you know, whatever, whoever the fuck watches the news anymore, my parents are pretty much the only ones, I think. Yeah. But it's just, like, every, every story is sad or, like, divisive or aggressive. Yeah. It's like, why the fuck do you even watch this? Yeah. And, and you can't tell me. It's like me you it's know for, that they're biased. Like so you, you know you're not getting the whole you story. You can't tell me it's for the weather anymore because that's on your fucking phone. Yeah, no shit. I know you know how to find the weather on your phone. Yeah. So why are is anybody still watching local news? It fucking sucks, dude. Local news isn't as bad as like. Uh, Fox News. Fox News or CNN or, CNN or MSNBC. Yeah, but the, but the, or publications like Huffington Post. But the local news is still the same. It's the same. It is. Bias. It, it is. Device. But they also do talk about it. local stuff that makes sense why people would watch it. Like they talk about what's going but on it, in Portland but or whatever. But it's still not ever positive. No, that's true. Did it's you hear Jeff positive. Sessions was here today? Yeah. Here in Portland today? Yeah, the mayor a, didn't talk to him. Yeah, it was. It looked bad. Like it just looked. Neither side was, like, trying to be respectful. They were just like, you're not welcome here. And Jeff Sessions was like, fuck you, basically. Well, I mean, like, yeah. And, and I get... two people... It's two, here's the problem is, even though they're politicians, like, those are two dudes that don't like each other. Politicians used to, like, be done with be what they were doing and then go out and get a beer. Get drunk and just... That's how you see things eye to eye. Yeah. You go out, you get fucking you, hammered. You reconnect on a human level, and then you do your politics tomorrow. Yeah. But now it's just like I don't like that guy. Fuck that guy. Like they just 
are two dudes that hate each other that have no respect for each other. Like, whatever happened to just being allowed to have differing opinions? Opinions, yeah. Who wants to live in a world where everybody's the exact same? That would be so gay. It would be so gay. It'd be so boring. Yeah. And, uh, so, and speaking of, like, the media not helping, getting, uh, in terms of, like, pushing each side to the other, whatever, entrenching each side, um... When that black chick, I don't remember what her name was, uh, said that thing about whoever wins, I hope they're black. I looked at the Republican side or the conservative public, I can't remember which one it was, probably the Daily Wire. But anyways, and it said, you know, this is ridiculous that that's what she'd say. We understand why she says it, but that just makes the whole race thing worse. Yeah. And so that was their opinion. And then you go to Huffington Post and Huffington Post goes, the internet is on fire with praise for this yeah. woman for saying this. And then it shows all these tweets like, my mood, hashtag, black. Why would you, why would you, why would you encourage that behavior? That's just as divisive as anything else. Yeah, absolutely. Like her, How about you root for, for the only talented? black people in 2017 is not going to erase any of the old history. Yeah. So why keep dividing it further? Even though that's the other side dividing it or whatever. Yeah. You're still dividing it. Yeah. Like you, you're fighting still for only I your get side. that you're on the side that was oppressed. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Like 100%. 100%. 100%. Understand that. But we're not oppressing you anymore. You guys have as, as many rights as we do. Yeah. Like we're all equal in America. I know you think we're not but you're looking at the skewed statistics from the left that tell you that black people are killed more by cops. White dudes are actually killed the most by cops. They're like 41%. Black people are like 28% or less. And so, anyways. It's just like. Isn't it? Oh, go ahead. It's just quit. Well, I mean, it's just quit dividing it. Yeah. Quit fucking like harping on your fucking side. Well, here's. My thing about, like, like I hope ever, anybody who wins is black or this, we have to let a certain amount of women roles or women-led TV shows win a certain amount of Emmys to show that they're not oppressed. It's like, aren't those hollow victories at that point? Yeah. Wouldn't you want That's it not man. to be... Yeah, wouldn't, it, wouldn't you want it not to be about the fact that you're a woman or the fact that you're a black woman or a black person? If a woman, and then you just win it over everybody without any preconceived If a woman things. golfer enters a men's golf competition and starts with, like, a five-stroke handicap and she wins, that doesn't fucking matter yeah. unless she wins by more than five. Yeah. Because she fucking lost if they're on equal playing fields. Yeah. So if a female writer writes a show that's not as funny as a male writer, yeah. you don't have her win because... They were just lying to everybody. Yeah, that lowers the bar that other women have to reach for. 100%. It lowers the bar, and it makes us... When you don't award the actual best, you award it to people who fit a demographic, It A, it cheapens the whole thing, but B... It makes... Yeah, it lowers the bar. God damn it, I lost what I was going to say. But... um, (laughs) It, it just makes everything... It doesn't promote good talent. Yeah. It promotes mediocre talent, and then yeah. the good talent goes to waste. Yeah. Or it doesn't get recognized like it should. Yeah. And so, yeah, and then and now we're just putting everybody into boxes, more so than I feel like we ever, ever have, have since back when black people weren't allowed to use the same drinking fountain. Yeah. Like, 
this is supposed to be a melting pot. Let's all fucking jump in. Yeah. Like, it, <laughs> but every you want us to come together. Like they have a TV show called Blackish. Yeah. Like I, from everything that, w- that I understand, is a good. I heard show. that was pretty good. Yeah, I heard it's a good show too. But like by naming it Blackish, you're already like, like, like. Not basically telling white people this isn't for you. Like, don't watch this. The flip side, I would say that I agree when it comes to like certain black TV shows. I, I haven't seen Blackish, but if Blackish is about just portraying what it's like to be a black man in like middle America or wherever it is, or yeah. like suburbia, yeah, then it would make sense why it would be called Blackish because it's it's not meant to divide, it's just telling the black stories. From a uh, perspective that hasn't been seen normally, so I'm not saying that's what it is. No, I haven't seen. I don't know. Yeah, but it could be either. that. But just like by watching that, yeah, instantly when I see that, if I know nothing about it, I'm probably not gonna watch that. Well, I yeah, With, the re- without knowing more about it, I like the guy and Anth- Anthony Anderson, not Anderson, whatever his name is. Yeah, it might be Anthony Anderson. Yeah, Anthony's in there for sure, but uh. Oh, it's Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, it's Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, it definitely. might be LeBron James. Yeah. Um. I like that guy, but the fact that it's called Blackish means I know what I'm watching before I watch it. Like, I get that I don't know Have the nuance. Have you ever watched any Tyler Perry anything? No. No. You don't need to. Uh, yeah, I know, but like... M- my point is, when you when you have a title like that, or everything's so specific, and I, I have this problem with any comedian that does strictly racial material, it's like you already know basically what you're getting before you get into it, so why waste your time? Yeah. You already got the whole thing. When you have a show like It's Always Sunny, anything can happen, yeah. and that's why you tune in, because you don't know what's going to happen. They turn tune, black for an episode. They turn black right. for an episode, and the very first episode is the gang gets racist. Yeah. And niggas hanging from the rafters. Yeah. That's a good... Like, that's a good show. But from everything I hear, Blackish is good. Too. No, I've heard that too. It's but that's just, why I didn't I wonder, inquire I further, is because I got it, what I needed from the title. I wonder if it won any Emmys. I mean, there's there's potential. We're getting rain finally, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. It's fucking pouring. Uh, in in Oregon, we had we mentioned the Eagle Creek fire uh, yeah. last uh, episode, and uh, it's now forty six percent contained, and the the rain has really helped. But now we've got like flood warnings, and we had a tornado outside of Lebanon. There's a blizzard in Montana. There's blizzard warnings. Maybe Idaho too. The world, the Earth wants us gone. I watched. It is ready for us to leave. Well, you know what? I'm going to connect that with, you know what I watched last night? A South Park episode. Have you seen the one? Of course, I'm sure you have. Where they get head lice. Oh, yeah. And they go, they don't realize that they're living on a person. They think they're on a planet. The lice think they're on a planet. So they're going, what if this earth became conscious and it's doing now everything it can to get rid of us? And it's like... Is that exactly what's going on right now, dude? Exactly did the Earth gain a consciousness and it's trying to get rid of us right now? now? Basically. Yeah, probably. Well, think about it. We basically are because we don't just live there like the bacteria lives on your head. No. That just, like, stays we're there. We're a nuisance. We're, yeah, we're in there. We're building on it. We're destroying we're it. We're digging around. it up. We're, we're the lice of the planet. Yeah, god damn it. Way to go. Cheers, human. everybody. Way to go, humans. We're the lice of the planet. So... Um. Anyways, the problem with the Emmys and ESPN and... People don't want politics all the time. No. They get fucking If you tired want politics, you'll watch political channels. Like, yeah. it's fine for that to be on Fox News. Yeah. You don't tune like, into ESPN. Raymond and Yes, Dear and all those shows, they were not that political. No. I mean, they were political that in was... the sense that, like, the husband always was, like, in trouble with the wife. 
and like it was very mainstream, like typical family at yeah. the time. But it wasn't like political. Yeah. Like other than Roseanne Barr having a fucking lesbian or something. Yeah. I don't remember what she did. Here's a question I have for the feminists. This is just completely out of left field. Or I'm not, be, not the feminists. Answer. Oh. Not the feminists. The gender, the people who think that like gender is fluid, and like there's no difference between a woman and a man, which to some degree that is the feminists. Um, how do they then explain, like? 80 years, 80 years of comedy strictly about how men are different than women. Yeah. Like, that is such, that is like the number one topic that's ever been in stand-up comedy and really storytelling in general. Yeah. It's why men are different from women. Why would that exist in the first place if it wasn't fundamentally true? Dude, it is fundamental. I'm not saying there aren't in-between like people, men but and, fundamentally, you put they're different. men and women in a room and give them the same situation, and almost none of them will ever react the same way to that yeah. situation. Yeah. Because they're way fucking different. Yeah. It's... And people will make the argument that it's about, like, well, it's society that makes, makes people that way. It's like, okay, there's no way you can create a society that lets people grow up without changing at all. And no, it's not. Because in fucking... In the wild, most of the time, the men are the hunters and the gatherers. Yeah. And the females... Yeah, there's no society like, there. The females Good raise point. the cubs, and, like, the biggest, baddest male fucks all the chicks. Yeah, you got your alpha males. And then, like, it, that's just how it fucking works. Because men are the leaders and the alpha males, and the women are... The women are naturally more caring and empathetic, and that's why they're the ones who take care of the children. Yeah. Typically, I get that there, there are, are times where that's not the case. Lesbians. Everybody gets everybody gets that when they're when they're making the point that I was just making. Yeah. Everybody gets that there is sometimes where that's not true. Yeah. Like, fucking there obviously. There are always exceptions fucking to the rule. Obviously, that's what that's what created evolution in the first place. It's exception to the rules yeah. because that's how we grow. Because one thing made us uh, not susceptible to a certain disease, so we move on, yeah. and that just happens over millions and millions of years. I, there are times where they're different. Yeah. But fundamentally, men and women are different. You can see it in every single species. Yeah. Every across single species the across the board. The one with the dick is naturally more aggressive and generally hunts and does all the protection. And then the women care for the animals. Yeah. It, that's great. That's like, not bad. That's how it works. That's perfect symbiosis. Yeah. If you guys care about animals so much, why don't you fucking take a hit from them? <laughs> yeah, why don't you watch them? God. Yeah. So. That's a problem with this politicized America. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem with the enemies. We've got our heads <laughs> so far up our asses and our fingers still on the keyboard on Twitter. Yeah. That we're just talking nonsense back and forth instead of just taking a step back going, I could be wrong. Let me listen to the other side. Because you can't even have a good argument with another side unless you know what their side is. Otherwise, you can't poke holes in it. So, not to mention, nobody's paying attention. So, you've got the Antifa and the right and whatever. It's Queen Latifah. Oh, excuse me. Queen Queen and... <laughs> Queen Antifa. Queen Antifa. I think we should start hashtag Queen Antifa. I think that's a tweet coming at you. Okay, so you've got the two sides, right? And they're, they're calling Donald Trump a fascist, and they're calling Ben Shapiro a fascist and a white supremacist, which isn't true. He's Jewish, Orthodox, and he got the most hate in 2016 ranked from white supremacy groups. Fucking Jew. Donald Trump has been making unheard of deals with the Democrats that are completely against the Republican Party. All the Republicans are pissed. Donald Trump's making those deals. 
and people haven't taken notice. They're yeah. just too busy being angry at things that aren't fully true instead of like just paying attention to what's actually happening going, hey, it's a step in the right direction. All right, let's smile for a second. Yeah, let's at least like talk about this. Yeah. Like if you give him praise, he might do more of it. Yeah. Like that's all Donald Trump is looking for. If you if yeah. if the left really wants to make things start happening for him, start celebrate. Start praising Donald Trump for making good Democrat decisions. Yeah. Like that cuz that's all Donald Trump's looking for. He wants someone to be proud of him. Everybody on every side can admit Donald Trump just wants to be loved. Yeah. And so if the Democrats start giving him that love based on the moves he's doing for them, He'll be he might continue making those oh, he, will be he was already Democrat. a Democrat for a long time. Yeah. So it's not that far of a step. Yeah. And so they're really missing an opportunity by still calling him a fascist. And I get it. He still makes stupid decisions. Yeah, the, the, the couple we're not letting him off the hook. Does not let him off the hook. Yeah, no, no, we should shit. make that point. We just are inching in the right direction. But we are making steps in the right direction. Yeah, so so we might fucking as well acknowledge celebrate it. it. Yeah. yeah. Not that hard. No. Uh, but nevertheless... They need to shut up about it on daytime TV, the Emmys, ESPN. Yeah. Anything that's not a news channel, and the news channels need to become more center. Yeah. And that will ultimately start moving the country back in the right direction. Yeah. Because when you've just got everybody on each side advertising to their demographic and continually make them hate the other side, hate the other side just keeps digging away and then eventually it's irreparable. And I think it's still repairable, but you don't where want, it's going away quick. You don't want politics completely out of everything. No. But you want it out of most of your downtime activities. Like yeah. You don't need to just be blasted with politics. Politics is stressful, all man. It's not good for you to just continue. Because no. politics aren't just how the country is run. It's a game as much as anything. Yeah. Like it's a fucking fist fight. And it creates not not uh, bad vibes, honestly, yeah. is basically what it is. Yeah. It That's just, just like, it's not good to put in your brain 24 world. hours a day. Yeah. Like, I can tell when I'm in a worse mood if I've been just watching politics too much. Yeah, because you just get angry at, like, what they're saying. Yeah. Like, what the other side is saying. You just get angry. And you can't help it. You start to hate the side that's looking like an idiot. Yeah. And you can paint the right in a way that I'll hate them. You can paint the left in a way that I'll hate them. And I really hate both the left and the right, but I like the Republicans and I like the Democrats. Yeah. I'm in the middle. Yeah. I'm more of a libertarian You're myself. Right in the butter but zone. Right in the butter right zone. In the butter you gotta zone. be right. How? It just seems like an obvious thing we could all come to, like... Get Do whatever you want, in the butter zone. but don't fuck with anybody else. Yeah. Like, why is that so hard for other people to understand? It's the most fundamental truth about life. Yeah. Is that, like, if you're not impinging on the freedoms of someone else, you should be allowed to do... This is your one chance here. You should be able to wreck your body if you want to. You should be able to get fat. Um, fucking do whatever, like, do whatever you want as long as it doesn't harm another human being. Yeah. End of policy. Like, yeah. I don't get what's so End of that. the fucking Declaration of Independence. I'm, I'm for to, yeah. Whatever you want, don't hurt anybody else. Yeah. John Hancock. Yeah. And then keep a gun because eventually the government can, may come after you. Yeah. I mean, obviously. That's a separate point. But. Well. Um, it's a fun one, though. Yeah. Where was I going with this? Don't mess with anybody else. As long as it. Oh. But on four taxes for a slight degree for things like trash. Like, hey, we all pitch in a couple bucks. We take and they, the trash. They out. take the trash and put it in one place. I'm all for those kind of taxes. Like, yeah, that's, absolutely. That's neat. Because if there was no trash service, every like there's a lot of houses that would just turn into trash heaps. Yeah. People just don't take out their trash. 
And, like, we need civil services like that. Yeah. But, anyways. And sewage. And sewage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roads. Roads. Gotta have roads. Yeah. So I'm all for paying for things like that. Yeah. It's just these dumb... Other, you know, we don't need to get into that. How about fucking civilians paying tax dollars for stadiums for billionaires? Yeah. Who then have to pay to go use the stadium? Yeah, I know. It's like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, it's like... I'm not paying for your fucking stadium. No. You have a billion dollars. Especially the especially the teams that already have a fine stadium. Yeah. Your stadium is fine. We don't need to build another one at taxpayer expense. Yeah, go fork yourself, dude. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is the stupidest tax. And I love sports. Oh, yeah. I love almost nothing more than sports. Yeah. But I will never vote to pay my tax money to pay for a billionaire's fucking stadium. Yeah, and there's nothing that pisses me off more than... Like the bypass that we got going coming in that's costing a bunch of money, they already went over budget, or it's just certain road work that was unnecessary or whatever. And then they have the sign, your tax dollars at work. It's like, God damn it, that's not where I wanted my money to yeah. go. You guys are just you guys are wasting everybody's time and causing way too much you traffic. Guys are fucking me right yeah. now. This was not something that needed to be done to this degree. No. And so or like Anyways, I'm all pay- for responsible tax use, but they, not just rampant. you pave our, like, main road? Yeah. That wasn't in that That road was shape. fine, and we still have a fucking bridge issue roads. where we can't move our tractors over, trucks, <laughs> yeah. nothing. And they should have... That thing's been closed since, I think, 2011? No. 2014. Yeah. 2014. Three I don't know why I got 11. Because but, like, a long time. Seem like yeah. That was only three years ago. But they won't fix that, but they'll no. fix a road that didn't need fixing. They're pieces of shit. Just... And that's the problem. You just have the wrong people making the financial decisions. You need better financial decision people going like, I feel that's like, not feasible right I now. I feel like we do not stretch our dollar out at all. No. We just fucking... Well, because when it's someone else's money, you just spend, spend, we spend. We set a budget and then we overspend yeah. every time. Yeah. If it was, if it was your money specifically going to this, you'd go, all right, let's look into the nuts and bolts of this thing. Yeah. Let's see where we can cut costs. Do it smart. Yeah. Do it quickly, efficiently. Get them out of there. Less money out of my pocket. But when it's just money that you have because it's taken out of their checks before people even get paid. Yeah. You just go, fuck it. Let's get ten trucks. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's a problem. It's a, you just need local government is where it needs to start. People are focusing way too much on the national government. You need to start local. And as you localize it, it moves outward. Yeah. If something works locally, word will spread. And so, like, if you want to get involved, you should, I'm not going to get involved. But if somebody wants to get involved, yeah, they I'm, should get involved in local government. I'm passionate to a point. And that yeah. point is, like, right, this is that point. If it goes beyond this, I don't care. No, pretty much no. I, don't I mean, I'll, here's the deal. I'll, I'll, I'll voice my opinion <laughs> as loud as I can because I can't help it. Uh, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm, go gonna, out. I'm not gonna set away a Thursday night to go you, fucking. Yeah, you mail me a ballot and I'll vote. Absolutely. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> as far as I'm going. Uh, and that's that's a good time at Bud's guarantee, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about what we got coming up on the show today. Um, first thing we're gonna talk about is it's everybody's favorite season if you're smart. Fall. Fall. Fall is coming up. Uh, it's my favorite season. It's Kevin's favorite season. It's the best season. Yeah, by far. Especially in Oregon, and we're really looking we'll forward to it. We'll break it down a lot. So we're, And we're going to talk about pumpkin spice lattes, football, oh. basic white chicks, all the fun Everything stuff. Everything that makes fall the best season that Absolutely. it is. Absolutely. 
Mexico Jones is going to be back for a He's back at the executive table. Farming season wrap-up. Looking forward yeah, to it. I love Mexico and Jones. It's harvest love time. Having him on. And a harvest. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, what it was like being a kid in the 90s. 90s. 90s nostalgia is it's pretty it's, hot right it's, now. Uh, yeah. 90s it's so nostalgia right is just fucking fantastic. Well, it, it is because, honestly, was that not the best time? Things were simple. The internet was still a baby. And yeah. we basically lived pretty old school. It was a yeah. better time, better cartoons, better music, better everything. Better everything. I mean, there we didn't have an iPod, but you got to sacrifice a couple things here and there. And then uh, our story is going to be the old Shasta trip. One the final. Of, the one, final the, our final Shasta final trip. we got a couple other ones, but this one was this particularly... One, yeah. This was a Shasta trip at the board. We'll get into that. That we can remember. Yeah. yeah. Most of. Some of. So, yes. <laughs> Some of is more accurate. So, uh, anyways, all that and more coming up after the break. In a world in the near distant future, there's a young man who holds the fate of mankind in his scrawny little fingers. This is the legend of Eugene Puddles. A child prodigy, he was considered a loner. He spent most of his time in his room, creating, inventing, and building various gizmos and gadgets. But this time, Eugene may have doomed us all. Featuring Chris Tucker. Puddles done fucked up! Coming to a theater near you, you all will learn the legend of Eugene Puddles. gentlemen you're back with the good tone buds and uh we're gonna talk about fall now the greatest the season, season of autumn oh. the autumn season and honestly autumn is a better word than fall absolutely like autumn sounds like british and high class it's and, autumn. and autumn. fall fall the leaves are gonna fall they fall down it's <laughs> i like autumn but fall is what we use yeah autumn's pretty gay though autumn's a little femme for little sure femme dom. So, but fall's definitely my favorite season. There's something about fall that... Dude, I'll tell you what it is for me. Yeah, what's up? Right off the bat. It's football. Football's a big part. Football coming back, yeah. farming ending. Yeah. Like, it's, like, really slowing down so, like, you you can relax. Yeah. And you have time to go to football games on Saturdays, beaver games on Saturdays, go to the tailgator. Yeah, hell it's yeah. It's just, like... Beginning to, like, uh, cool down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's starting to cool down. You can fucking have hot chocolate and booze. Yeah. There's oh. nothing better oh. than that. There's yeah, or like whiskey and some cider or something. Game. There's nothing better Peppermint than that. Peppermint schnapps. Hot drinks yeah. and booze. Yeah. And yeah, and just, is there a better atmosphere than a tailgate? No. There's no. Even when the beavers suck. Yeah, which is a lot right now. Which is a lot Go right now. Go beefs, for sure. But uh, yeah, no, it's been a rough patch. Yeah. And the tailgaters always Tailgaters good. still great. Everyone is What happens is you just don't even go back to the gate no, and just go, I'm going to stay out of here and drink. Hang out with the tailgater and drink. Yeah. But last year when we won the Civil War, that tailgator was fucking lit. I drank Dude. my face off. Yeah, I drank I mean, my face off I mean, the beavers too. fucking killed him. Not killed him. I them, remember the end of the game. I do. And that's it. It was hazy, yeah. After that, I don't know. I remember winning the game and fucking Nall ran four touchdowns. Yeah, dude. Every fucking run was like 10 yeah. yards, 10 yards, 25 yards, 10 yeah. yards. God, that was awesome. And, and so that's the first, that's one of the best parts about fall for sure. 
is you you finally have because again we talked about sports last week like yeah. sports are such a waste of time waste of time but it's so important to us for yeah. some reason and so when our favorite sport by far comes back yeah like it's a big deal because that been... sport hangs on the least basketball I swear is all, I, don't give a shit. I saw a thing today 30 days till fucking NBA starts again yeah, it who just gives ended. a shit it did just it just ended. stop baseball never stops baseball as never far stops. as I'm concerned I love baseball and I swear to god the day after the world series is over pitchers and catchers report it's, it's like, like why day. are they already doing that yeah like, what do you, why yeah and so football because they hate their families yeah they're also not as good of sports oh bullshit they're Baseball not players? as good of sports oh of sports yeah no as that's football. true Football, you can only play 16 games a season because that's how bad your body hurts. It's a rough and tumble game. Yeah. That's what people want to see. Yeah. Like, you want to see somebody get hit. You want to see somebody fucking do, a, like, pull a Marshawn Lynch and just fucking truck a bunch of dudes on his way to the end zone. Yeah. See big passes. And sweet like, pick sixes, scoop just, and scores. We just worked all summer. Like, yeah. Like, so fucking hard. And now we have Saturdays and Sundays to just sit down. Yeah. Not have to do Finally anything. Finally get to take a little bit of a break. Just, like, have a real weekend again. Yeah. And just watch football. Yeah. And that is by far and one of the best things. when you go out football. and get, like, a solid game, like, you get, like, 12, you get, like, 8 to 12 guys, and you get a solid game with, like, two and yeah. tackle in the yard. That's what I'm talking Dude, about. Nothing That's the better. best. Nothing better. Street football at Harrison's house was so fun. That was a lot of fun. Hopefully this broken ankle heals up quick so we can fucking do that. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Orchard football. Well, I mean, we've got a bunch of time. It'll heal up in at least six weeks from now, probably. Yeah. Like, almost fully. Yeah. I would bet. Anyways, that is one of the best things about fall. Uh, (laughs) I don't want to move on from football because it seems like such a... We'll probably get back to it. Okay, we'll get back to football. We'll probably get back to it. All right. Um... I'll admit, I have enjoyed a pumpkin spice latte from time to time. I don't know A that. new staple of sort of the fall season in America. Yeah, that really took this, just, that just took it everything. It did, and it's because, Quickly. honestly, there's something about it that does remind you of fall. Because, again, you know, it's mostly only, it's a seasonal drink, and it's tasty, man. Um, I'm not going to say that it's bad, because I don't know. But I'm not the biggest fan of coffee anyways. Well, that's so true. I'm not going to be a fair judge of it anyways. But I love pumpkin pie. Yeah. Pump, dude, pumpkin stuff is good. Yeah. Pumpkin. Well, and there's and then on top of that, it's the it's the weather and it's like the colors, the browns, the oranges. Yeah. Like it's it's soothing. It feels like home. Like it's a... Uh, yeah. It's warm. It's oh, warm. warm. Yeah. And then you fucking get pumpkins for Halloween. The best part about fall is the holidays. Yeah. Oh, you get for fucking sure. Halloween and Thanksgiving. Halloween and Thanksgiving. It doesn't get better than that. No, and then after Thanksgiving, you get the lead up to Christmas, which is better A than Christmas. Month long. The lead up to Christmas lead up is to better Christmas than Christmas. Is getting insane. Well, yeah, they're they're getting a little out of hand, but I pretty much as soon as Thanksgiving's over, I really enjoy that that climb to Christmas. Yeah. Would you I say that? What's I, your favorite holiday? Thanksgiving. Okay, that's my sister's favorite holiday. Is things is Christmas without the fucking bullshit for me? Like I don't need the fake Christmassy bullshit. I hate that. I like. I love Christmas vacation though, so I'm not yeah. a bitch about it. 
I like I like everything Christmas. Thanksgiving's I, I, probably I, second. I do like Christmas movies and stuff like certain ones. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of them that are bullshit that just get overhyped because oh, it's a good Christmas movie. It's like I don't base things on if it's a Christmas movie. I base it on if it's a good movie. I also like like you know a movie I swear by that I will watch any time of year. What? Eight Crazy Nights with Adam yeah. Sandler. That's a time. I love that movie. It's got a good wholesome message. I fucking love that. Fucking movie. just happy being a Jew. Yeah. Yeah. Same no, cars. It's a pretty. Cars. It's a pretty good movie. I always like the Santa Claus. Okay, we're talking about fall. We're talking about fall. Let's just let's reel it back. See, in. that's Christmas's problem, dude. It fucking it tries to take over everything. It's great though. Fuck it. It's the best holiday. See, you're talking about it again. Thanksgiving's right? second best. Oh yeah. But pumpkin pie. Uh, Pumpkin spice, just like the fall amenities. The, the fall aesthetic. Yeah. Dude, there are articles dedicated to the fall aesthetic. Like, I read something like just the other day. I think it was on uh, Total Frat Moves offshoot website, Postgrad Problems. Yeah. And, Postgrad uh, Problems. <laughs> I just started looking at it. It's pretty good. But they have this whole thing on why uh, The Great Outdoors, the movie with Dan Aykroyd and John Candy, is the greatest fall aesthetic movie. And then they talk about, like, there are certain vests or, you know, overcoats they're wearing. They, they're going up to the cabin in the mountains for the weekend. Fires, like, station wagon. Did I already say station wagon? Uh, but, yeah. That whole fall it's, aesthetics, it's intangible. You can't describe what it is about because, it that makes it it's that. It's because you go from being stuck... Like, well, not being stuck outside, but, like, stuck in the heat. Yeah. And just, like, unbearable... And, like, you are, like, outside. Everyone's always busy in the summer. That's yeah. when you do a bunch of shit. Weddings, festivals. Comes, and then fall comes, and everyone just gets to exhale and, like, yeah. bunk, bunker inside and just, like, do nothing. Basically yeah. go into hibernation for Essentially, six months. Essentially. Especially in Oregon. It's like, yeah, it's fucking sweet. Yeah. At the and, beginning. But it also beginning. stays nice for quite a while into October. You and get, that's sweet, too. You get too. off and on nice days. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there's there are a few things better than like a nice, crisp, clear sky October afternoon. Yeah. Or morning. Like afternoon. Like when like when the fog starts when to it lift. Gets to or like fifty degrees and it feels really warm. Yeah. It's like light oh, breeze. Shit. You got the fall foliage. I get that it's douchey to talk about the foliage. Dude. But it's fucking badass. Especially here, like in a place yeah. where you have a lot of green. Yeah. That turns a lot of different shades of brown. A lot of, orange. yeah. It just fucking looks sweet. A lot of deciduous trees, I believe. Yeah. Um, Carnivores. And uh, and everybody talks about Vermont, New Hampshire, and yeah, Connecticut. And I'm sure they're great. I'm sure trees. they're great. But the fact that they take all the attention, we just going to bask in it. Yeah. Uh, we're just going to sit over here and enjoy the perfect West Coast. Yeah. No, it's, it's definitely my favorite time of year. Um... And, yeah, you finally get to start wearing layers. And yeah, being, like, trying to get warm. Trying to get warm. Trying to get warm is one of the greatest feelings. Yeah. Like, trying to get, trying to cool down sucks. Trying to cool down sucks. Because you're miserable. Yeah. But trying to get warm, you just, like, get to bundle up and fucking... Like, swamp ass goes away. Yeah. <laughs> like, every... You're never, things get better. Yeah, it's just way fucking more comfortable as long as you can get warm. And it makes inside, like... I prefer to be outside. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But when you're inside during the fall, during the summer, you feel you guilty feel that idiot. you're not outside. Like if you're hungover on a Saturday to like three in the afternoon, 
and you're just looking out at how nice a day it is. Other people are out jogging, eating kale and shit. You feel really guilty. Yeah. And then once kind of the shittier weather comes in, gets a little cooler, gets darker earlier, you just kind of get to be like, feels good to be inside. Or you get to like a friend's house, you like get in out of the rain, take yeah. off your coat, and it's Make like, at home. feel good. Yeah. Inside is Smoke good. Smoke a bowl. Yeah. Inside is good in the fall. Will you hand me that, by the way? I will. We put ice cubes in it tonight. Oh, and, uh, fancy. I think it's going to be something. Girl, I mean, you fancy. You pass me that lighter. Oh, uh, dude, sweater season? Sweater season. Nice. Dude, chicks sweater. in a good sweater. Oh, dude. <clears throat> I love a good sweater. Oh, that is out. Whew. All right. Fucking going back to college. Dude, I... Chicks... Oh, yeah. Going back... When you got to go back to college... That was a fucking... It, it hurts now every year that I don't get to do that anymore. Yeah, like Harrison gets to go back for one more fall term. It's less fun for him, though, because... Because well, we're all here. We're all here. But if we were going back... But, yeah, falls... God, I love college. Yeah. Like, you didn't understand... Like, kids... 25, I'm not getting at them. Yeah. Whatever, but... Kids don't realize what a privilege it is to go back to school... Because, yeah, you might have a little homework anxiety, but if you don't, if you fail it or it's something, you're not going to lose your house. Yeah. Like, like I, yeah. Your basic needs, unless you're in an unfortunate Dude, situation, it, are taken care of. I did it almost completely wrong. Oh, yeah. And I did not screw myself that much. Yeah. Like, I'm still doing pretty good yeah. for what I got out of it. Yeah. And so, like, call it, you have no real responsibility. No. Because you can always still, you still have time always to bail yourself out. The whole goal of college is, le- it's not the learning. It is no. the learning a little bit, but it's the learning how to grow up. It's the learning how to make sure you get your shit done in on time and what they ask. And it's a nut, yeah, well, yeah, that. And then it's a nice bubble where you make your mistakes. Like, obviously some mistakes extend out. Yeah. But like... The wild period in college is a cliche, but it's that for a reason because it's you have to do that. Even the Amish send their kids at yeah at eighteen, they go out for a full year and they can do whatever they want, and then they can decide to come back or not. And um, I mean, if the Amish will do that, people need to go to college. Well, yeah. Although now colleges are. Getting all political, but we'll not go back into yeah, that. College, yeah. Dude, well, I don't know. They were fucking shitting on Greek life pretty hard. Well, they it's gotten worse, for sure. Which is... And Greek life has gotten considerably more safe. They're cracking down on it more, but they did way more fucked up shit back in, like, the 40s. When, like, f- uh, yeah, fraternities, like, really fucked people up yeah, in hazing. Everything and, was fucked up in the 40s. Yeah, and I know, but I'm, saying, but I'm saying they're treating fraternities now... As if they're worse than that. Yeah, a couple kids die. Statistically, it's just going to happen. Well, yeah, that happens at house. You shouldn't haze people to death, obviously. But like a little light hazing to remind the freshmen that they're not the hot shit anymore from high school. It's healthy. It's it's not as intense as the army, but a good hazing breaks the kids down, builds them back up into better people. Yeah, but you got to haze them like in a... In a playful yeah, way, you're not yeah, actually in a healthier way. Yeah, I'm not all for bows and toes and no, but uh, like, uh, but like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with like hazing in a health healthy like safe way. That's all of our. It's a bonding. That thing. is all that our friendships are based off of. Yeah, is this hazing? Yeah, we just verbal hazing. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, and 
some light hazing. Yeah, like it make him drink a little it beer. Like, fuck off. Like, yeah, that's how you build connections. So that is not inherently bad. But like, obviously, sometimes it gets taken too far. But how many times at a fucking house party do people drink too much? Yeah, exactly. Or puke and fucking pass out. Or they always go, "This person was raped in this frat house." It's like that sucks. If that you know that could have easily happened, even if he wasn't in the frat, maybe he's just a guy who rapes people. Yeah, that doesn't mean it was indicative of the frat doing it. Or like, there's more people at frat houses, so there's a better chance yeah. of it happening there. Yeah, but the I'm, reason I, most I, people get attacked in shallow water by sharks is because that's where the people are. Yeah, like how do you? I wonder, like, what the statistics would be against like how often it just happens, like. On campus. Yeah. Like, not at a fucking... Yeah, but you gotta take in the ratio, the concentration of just people getting shithoused. Yeah. And arguably, as long as people feel that they have the ability to call the police, uh, if somebody's drank too much or somebody gets hurt without repercussions of an MIP, which should be a standard rule that nobody should ever get in trouble for calling 911. Ever. Yeah. Nobody should... So, okay. So, if you were able to if establish that, but it, people were able to party in that contained area, then it's not, they're not out on the streets causing havoc everywhere because they're still going to drink. You can't stop people from drinking. It's in our DNA that we want to get fucked up yeah. sometimes to relieve the tension. And so, if you keep it contained and people are allowed to call the cops if something goes wrong, how can you argue with that? Yeah. If you can keep it, you know, like, like safe... Yeah. It, it, like, it will be safer if the line of communication is open between all parties yeah. without fear of fucking getting fucked. Yeah. Because you can easily get fucked. Absolutely. Like, well, they, they're they finally bringing back... I don't know if it was Title IX. It was one of the government things. Title IX is about chicks getting sports. What? Title IX is about chicks having as many sports oh. scholarships as men or something. Oh. Well, it was one of those, but it was about how... College campuses didn't have to abide by the normal rules of law in terms of um, clear evidence to convict a dude of raping a chick at a frat house. They just took the woman's opinion. Yeah, dude, that's so stupid. And uh, granted, a real victim needs... They need protection. Yeah. But the but the, uh, but the brutal again, fact but is... Again, that's some, obvious. Yeah, but the... But no, not, not everybody gets that. The brutal I fact know. is some guys get... Fucked. Yeah. There was that story about that guy who they had sent text messages back and forth. She asked, do you have condoms? Blah, blah, blah. And then they both were drunk and they fucked. And they called him for rape and he got kicked out of school. And it's like, that is clear evidence that she was ready to fuck. Dude, that pretty much happened to the whole Duke lacrosse Yeah, thing. exactly. Until they, they like had to fight it in court for like a yeah. long fucking time to clear their name. Yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ, dude. And so... Uh, but luckily, they're rolling but, that back, I mean, and it's going to be a little more lawful now. I mean, it's got to be like... It, that's a shitty position to be in, because when somebody calls rape, you don't want to be the guy that calls bullshit. Absolutely not. But you also don't want to be the first one to call that guy a rapist if he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. So you have to sit back and wait and get all the details, and then you have to make your best judgment. And that's the danger of things like social media, is his face gets out or his name gets out, it immediately gets spread across the internet... And true or not, because it's a general consensus, because everybody's seen it on social media, yeah. they just automatically think that he's in the wrong. And so there's, it's a weird line to have to walk now. Yeah. And so um, it's one of the best things about fall. It so. is the best thing. It's one of my favorite fall. things about fall. 
Um, <laughs> let's <laughs> dovetailing off what we were just talking about. Let's talk basic white chicks. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Tom Brady. Yeah. Base, you know, the basic white chick. Yeah, with that the Uggs on. Uggs and the fucking... Uggs, flannel shirt, um, fucking black Columbia vest, vest, and then obviously Ugg boots, and then either like skin-tight jeans or yoga pants. And like your coffee. And definitely a pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. And God bless them for it. And like a big bag. I, Dude, I love nothing, because uh, if we're using... Just like, I mean, we all kind of know what basic of something is. Yeah. I've got a lot of basic tendencies for other things. Yeah. I love a good basic white chick. Yeah. Because I know what to expect, and I like their vibe. They're always in a good mood. Yeah, they're always chipper. Yeah. There's nothing to hate about a good basic white chick, as long as she's not a real cunt. Which sometimes <laughs> they are. Which sometimes they are, but hey, statistically, you're going to get a few of them. You're going to get a few. So I'm, I'm a big fan of, and that that whole aesthetic, like what they're wearing. It's fun. It looks they hot, got, man. like a stocking cap yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. God, they're fucking... Hold an umbrella. Yeah. Like Ooh. Yeah, no, I like that. Do, Good do place to meet chicks is in the coffee shop, man. Acceptable for dudes to use an umbrella? Not in Oregon. I say no. Yeah, no, you're a man. Fucking you fuck like, up. Yeah. You don't need a fucking Especially not in Oregon, but yeah, yeah, basically nowhere. No. You don't need a fucking umbrella. Yeah, not unless you're a businessman mm, with like a, a nice suit. Yeah, bitch. And you're still a bitch. I got a problem with that guy. Yeah, well. If you have a two, if you have too nice of a suit that it can't get wet by the rain, you can go fuck yourself. Fair point. Fair like, point. Go All right. All right. Fuck Any dude with an umbrella is a fag. Fag. Instantly. You can have like an umbrella over your, as long as you're not holding one all daintily. Yeah. Like. However, you have an umbrella hat. You're a baller. <laughs> yeah, dude. I want to hang out with pussy you. Probably. Galore. I want to hang out with you. Probably. I've, I've, I'll see your. I'll get the vibe. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll get your vibe weird. and I'll take a look at your resume. It can also be weird, but I'm probably gonna want to talk to you a little bit. Um, let's see here. What do you? Oh, you know what my favorite part of the fall is? What's honestly, that? the fucking World Series. October, November is fucking perfect. It's your favorite? Well, that's yeah. yeah. Like the World Series would be my favorite championship to win. I think. Really? Maybe the Lombardi Trophy just because it's one game and, like, you fucking win, but I don't really give a fuck about football. I like watching other people do football. I like See, I don't share your baseball. passion about baseball like that. Like, playing baseball would be the most satisfactory sport for me to win, to win a championship in because it's so fucking hard. Yeah. Like, not very many teams get lucky and win a goddamn World Series. It's true. You have to... Withstand for four games in the championship. Yeah. No, I agree with that, but the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is exciting though because it's just sixty minutes. Yeah, and And like and players you generally and and you generally have the two best teams. Yeah, and like the the uh, in baseball the players aren't hitting each other. Yeah. With the force that they're trying to win the biggest game in football. Yeah. Yeah. In football, they're hitting each other. It's the most... They're trying as hard as they've ever tried to stop that person. Every single play. Yeah. And so... It's intense, and it just ramps up the longer the game goes. The Super... Yeah. I honestly... I'm honestly a big fan of the World Cup. The World Cup is pretty fun to watch. Yeah, I just can't do it. I like soccer. I can do it um, as long as America's in it. Yeah. And then I can do big games after that. All right, fair enough. But I can't just like watch two other countries just play soccer. Not as much, but I'll. If, if it's on, it. if it's on, I'll probably watch it. 
I'd watch that on mute while I like. Unless bull riding's on. I'd like put that on mute while I try to play my bass or something. Yeah, there you go. But uh, that's what's nice about sports. Is you mute yeah, them and you, you can mute play them music. And you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Like that's just something good to have on. I just yeah, I like just have a sports center on or something like that. Yeah. It's just something about sports. Yeah. Um, speaking of soccer. That was another big thing in fall when at least we were kids. When we were kids? Oh, dude. McMinnville Parks and Rec, dude. We were just getting muddy as shit. Dude, they sent kids out no matter... It, it, the weather literally couldn't be bad enough to not make the kids not play for soccer. soccer. No. no. Like, they yeah, would play yeah. soccer in any weather. Snow, Sleet. complete mud hole. Yeah. You're going hail, like, and you're playing soccer. You yeah, and so you're going to get a sweet-ass juice fun. box at the end. Soccer was fucking fun. I love I soccer. I played it in high school. It was pretty fun. I wish like, I would A little bit in high school. I wish I would have, but uh, I don't know that I would have liked it in high school. You wouldn't have because... Well, I mean, you would have because, like, you've worked on the farm, but, like, you're the only white guy on the team. Well, and yeah, but I don't really give a fuck about that. Like, I, like, see, to them, I think... The problem with that is they would probably, like, really care about soccer. It's fun. And I would just be playing soccer because it's fun for me. Like, I don't give a shit if we win or lose. And they probably wouldn't like that very much. Well, you remember that guy? I'm not going to try harder for them. Fuck that. Yeah. I'm going to do me out there. Well, you remember that guy I sent in our group text a couple days ago, a week ago or whatever, Jonathan? Yeah. About how we got that underage. Yeah, he's going back to Mexico. Yeah, well, there's that. But uh, when I was on the team, he was on the team. I was just like hanging out and he goes, oh, dude. And he just, like, gives me the come here motion. And then he goes, let's go run. <laughs> and we just started running around the thing. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? And so, anyways. With that whole team? No, just him. Just you and him? It was weird. That sucks. He liked, he fucking liked jive with me, even though he didn't really speak English. Yeah. Anyways, it was it was a, it was a good time. Soccer uh, but fun. soccer was just a great soccer time in the fall. Soccer was fun when you were a kid. And I honestly, I look forward to being able to go to like my kids' soccer games. Dude, I think Joe Dancer's soccer might have been one of the most fun times of my life. Yeah, dude, Joe it was Dancer's great. Joe Dancer's soccer was fun as fuck. There was always that one coach who screamed at the... Oh, that, I guess you wouldn't have been... That wouldn't have been for you since you are younger. There was this one coach. He had two twin sons. They were both huge. And this was like second grade. We played him pretty much kindergarten through fifth or whatever it was. And starting from kindergarten, the coach, who was the dad of the twins, fucking screamed and cussed and yelled at the players from the sidelines throughout the game. The whole time. All the years. I I don't know if it happened as much as kindergarten and first, but I remember distinctly, at least by third grade, that everybody just like, you get a load of this fucking guy. Yeah. Dude, there's always those parents that take that shit way too seriously. Thank God you're not their kids. No kidding. What a nightmare. What? No kidding. What do they think they're accomplishing? Yeah. It's like, yeah. But uh, high school football, fall. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I, I, I'm looking forward to being a parent for yeah. like getting to go back, Sports. watch, for, yeah, for Sports. watching your kid. And Maybe get, not every game. Good excuse to watch little kid movies. Good excuse to watch, well. Yeah, fuck yeah, it is. I mean, I watch them anyways, but. Check, like out, to, check out the moms. I like to party. Yeah, dude, soccer moms, when yeah. you're a dad, it's probably pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it probably sucks because you can't bang him anymore, but yeah. it's like, that's how I'm all over there. But if you're a single dad, talk about a real silver lining. Yeah. Because you know there are single moms out there as well. Yeah. You take your kids to all the soccer games. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah. And, like, you want to adopt? drink a little bit you or, like, smoke a little bit of weed beforehand? Program? That'd be interesting. Dude, I think the Good Time Buds should be in a Big Brother program. Uh, what kind? 
Where we just like go hang out with kids for a little bit, like take them to fucking the park or something, like a dog kind of like, <laughs> like I like rent a dog, and then we just. I'll use tell you that. what, that might offset our we we're bad people. Uh, PR feelings sometimes. Yeah, it's like. No, I'm not. I'm in a Big Brother program. Big brother, dude, like I you wake up hungover, like I'm the worst fucking dude, person I in the world. Think, oh shit! I gotta pick up Cody. Oh, no, <laughs> dude, we would be Cody. What's up, man? Here's some orange juice. Pretty, getting some orange juice. Oh shit, that would have fun getting. It. <laughs> yeah, dude, that would be fucking fun. It'd be really interesting. We would be pretty good mentors if we were fucking sober. Yes, we would. I mean. Full of, full of 25 year old wisdom. Wisdom. Just knowledge yeah. and wisdom for these kids. We're full of something. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to being Dude, a pretty much I just want to like, live reason. out role models in real life. <laughs> like, just go get a fucking kid. That- well, what, how, okay, we got to start at the bottom. We got to go start working at an energy, energy drink corporation where one of us is in the Minotaur suit and the other one talks about the dangers of doing drugs. Yeah. Instead, grab a Minotaur. Yeah. <laughs> Stay on drugs. Stay on drugs. Minotaur. That's another good movie. Uh, what about like? Uh, do you have any like albums that remind you of Fall? Uh, I just like pretty much listen to only country in the fall. Really? Yeah. Is that like a hang on from the summer? You think or? No, it's like just like all your partying you're gonna do is gonna be inside. Yeah. It's just like a bar, beer drinking, bar t- having a good time. Like, it's, like, rock. I like rock in the summer. I like yeah. pop in the summer because, like, you can move. Yeah. You can dance. Like, it's open. It's free. And then country is just the fall. Sturgill's obviously good in the fall. Yeah, Sturgill's it's like, good any season. Yeah, it's like any, all that slower fucking just bar music. Yeah. Is what I can, is what I listen to in the fall. I've got, like, two specific albums that remind me of fall, I think, more than anything else. One... Anybody's looking to buy an album, if you're gonna buy two fall albums, here they are. Number one is Need to Breathe's The Reckoning. And it, partially it's because their album cover, they like, like took in a fall, nobody cares about this. <laughs> but it, the whole album's got like that fall aesthetic. Uh, they've got like a whole lantern uh, motif thing. And then the music's kind of just subdued and it, there's something about the way they produce that album. It feels like fall in your soul. Is Need to Breathe Christian a Christian band? Um, they have Christian songs, but I'd describe them as a rock band. Okay. They're one of my favorites. They put on a hell of a live show. I've liked everything I've ever heard by them, but uh, yeah. that catalog is not heard. And well. and his his voice is fucking killer. Yeah, he is a fucking killer yeah, singer. Yeah. Does he shred on guitar too? Um, or is he just like, like no? He's a guitar player as well. I don't know if he shreds, but he's a guitar player. Bag boy. Um. <laughs> So that album, Need to Breathe is a Reckoning, and then Ceremonials by Florence and the Machine. You listen to much of her? Yeah, I mean, only with you, but... Yeah, well, she's, yeah. Wor- she's worthwhile. She's, she makes music like not a lot of other people. Like, it's got harps, it's like really epic, and her voice just soars over the whole... Dude, chicks have You that feel ab- them. Chicks I love chick ability. singers. It, when they're really good, they have that ability to get above the music and just like... Like, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. just oh, yeah. your voice perfectly over everything. My old guitar teacher said every one of his favorite singers is female singers because there's a way that their voices work with the music. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I'm a huge fan of chick singers. Shania, Sheryl Crow, Florence and the Machine, Shakira, um, Reba. I don't know <laughs> why I don't give Randall a shit. Randall Lambert. I don't know why I don't give a shit 
but I just don't give a shit about women singers. And that's fair. They never have, like, I've never just, like, wanted to rock out to a chick. You like show, crawl. show crawl. All right. Yeah, yeah. And, like, obviously I used to bump to fucking Shania when I was younger. Like, yeah. that was... That was, that was like the most popular female country singer on the radio. Everybody likes Shania Twain. And she had a song, I Feel Like a Woman. Oh. What adolescent teenage boy song. is not going to sing that in the football locker room? <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. No shit. Come on. That and Hey There Delilah. Yeah, those were our go tos. Hey, straight football, freshman year. Strangely. <laughs> We'd bump to that shit, though. But yeah, so Show Crow rules. I was yeah, she her. I was listening to her today. Um. But I don't know. I never just really gave a fuck about chick singers. Oh, well, that's fair. But uh, I I like the fact that like based on the way that you write or produce an album, it can evoke scenery. Oh yeah, definitely. Like the albums I mentioned evoke that kind of foggy morning foliage, you know, some pasture or something like just kind of cool looking. Or like Show Crow, The Eagles, you get desert you out of it. Desert. California and the desert. Yeah. Or, you know, obviously hip hop just feels like the city. Yeah. Or jazz just feels like a coffee shop. Kind yeah. Of smoky, warm. Yeah. And, you know. Fucking fun. Yeah. Like and which is also very fall. Jazz is a jazz very is fall, fall type of music. Yeah. Uh, so it's, just, it's really interesting how music does that. Yeah. So when I when I'm like thinking about writing a song, it's like, what words do you use to like evoke that? Because like sometimes when there's there, it sounds like the desert. They haven't said desert one time. Yeah. But it still feels like it. Yeah. Dude, the Eagles is perfect. The Eagles. The Eagles is perfect. Is perfect. Yeah. It literally just makes you feel like you're driving down a desert road. It's awesome. It's. L- With nothing around you. Yeah. That's just how you feel. God, we need to drive back to Vegas. Yeah. Make our next three parts of Vegas. Oh, I don't know if I could do another three-parter. <sighs> I mean, I would. Yeah. I definitely would. But. No, I would as well. So, um, you got anything else to add about fall? It's the best season. It's the best. By season. far. It just is. Yeah. It, it's just glorious. It. It's not too hot. It's not too cold till the end. Best colors. Um, best clothing attire. Holidays. Holidays. Um, winter's too cold. Football. Spring's pretty good, but it's wet. You got at least the end of baseball and football yeah. going. Yeah. Like, it's just good. Yeah. Falls is a good fucking... T- People are just baking shit. Yeah. Baked goods are fucking glorious. Baked goods are glorious. Just like that smell when you walk inside. Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck, yeah. Is that cookies? Oh, that's fucking cookies. When I did, uh, when I did my open house this weekend, I put in some uh, cinnamon... And I, I can't remember what the other ingredients were, but then you bake it at 300 and keep the oven open a little bit and it just fills the house and it smells fucking great. Yeah, but then people walk in thinking food. Yeah, I know, but it psychologically it makes them want to buy the house more. Tip Obviously. for anybody trying to sell a house. It's a Obviously good tactic. Obviously that would work, but it would make me hungry and then I'd be like, I gotta get out of this bitch. I need some food. No. Let's just buy it now. Exactly. Go get some food. Exactly. God, I was so hungover at those open houses. Dude, that's a bitch. I missed work completely on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, it was rough. Bob's understood. Huh. Well, that Oktoberfest, dude. Like, he knew, yeah. he knew the risk. Oktoberfest, another great thing about fall. He knew the risk when he signed up. Octo- you know what I fucking hate? What? Pretty much every seasonal beer I've ever had. 
And I disagree 100%. I cannot. I love I've every never, seasonal like, beer. Like, I used to try my suds all the time. Like, they would tell me, like, this is the new seasonal beer. You don't like puff the beers spring, or. The spring ones are pretty good because they're just lighter IPAs. I don't really care for. Yeah, I do like a light spring IPA. Yeah. Like, they, you're talking about, like, like, lagers. I'm not a huge fan no, of, like, the spring lagers. I hate lagers. Yeah, I don't like lagers either. Of all kind. I'll drink a good Corona. Is that a lager? It's a type of lager. Oh. I believe. I don't know. I don't give a shit. But, but uh, yeah, good spring IPA. Beer, like fall and winter beers, like the heavy. Love them. I cannot love them, dude. Like a dark, like a Jubilee, or Jubilee is one of my least favorite beers. I hated it at first, and I've come around. Elysian, Elysian makes a really good beer pumpkin style. beer. Um, I used to, dude. I used to try them all the time at Suds because I got free beers all the time. Hmm. And we always had. Uh, three regulars and then a seasonal beer or I mean at Woodstocks yeah and so I would, they, I would try them and they just would never very good I always stuck with the Boneyard RPM but Boneyard RPM is pretty good I to this day Oregon is well known for our, today, our breweries when I drink it I uh, still think it, like, it takes me right back to Suds hmm. yeah I, I, I like a good beer like that that's what I like about a good winter beer I like a good dark beer just a, I, a good porter ooh mm, not a big fan they're fucking smooth as shit, though. They're smooth. If you get a good one, they are smooth as shit. So you don't like, like, a dark fall IPA? No, I haven't found one. Like, that I can think, that I, that I can think of off the top of my head. But, um, nah, dude, I used to try them all the time. I never really liked them. I'm not really a dark IPA. I think I'm going to start just buying, like, when we go place, I might just buy six packs or something of, like, Nice, good, good, good IPAs or Dude, something. I always think that, but then it gets expensive quick, and you always want more than six. Yeah. That sucks. It's a real issue. It is a real issue. Like, six, no matter what you're drinking, not enough. And some may say that that's too many. Some but might say. they're fucking quitters. Quitters. they don't trust their abilities if they really apply themselves. Rehab is for quitters, for sure. Rehab is definitely for quitters. And I my mom didn't raise no quitter. Let's quit on this subject. <laughs> Catch you after the break. <laughs> the perfect woman. Sounds impossible? Well, Eugene Puddles and Venator, a high-functioning, ultra-realistic, sophisticated sex robot that is an imminent threat to women everywhere. She cooks, she cleans, she fucks. No fuss, no muss, no mess, and she's more than happy to make you a sandwich. Just when Eugene thinks he's found everything he needs in the perfect woman, he remembers his father's words. There's no such thing as a free lunch, and there's no such thing as the perfect woman. And we're going to pay the consequence. Featuring Matthew McConaughey. Everything is all wrong, all wrong, all wrong. This Arbor Day. The legend of Eugene Puddles. Mexico Jones. I got a Mexico Jones. I got a Mexico Jones, oh baby. Mexico Jones, I got a Mexico Jones. 
I got a Mexico Jones, oh baby, I, I, I. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, joining me at the executive table once again, our good friend Mexico Jones. Mexico Jones. Oh, ¿Qué pasa? Hola, amigo. ¿Qué pasa? Not much. Not much. So uh, we invited you here because uh, we uh, you're our farming you're our farming correspondent, of Yo, course. Sí, sí. And uh, we wanted to ask you. Obviously, uh, summer's coming to a close. Um, it's the end of the farming season. How's that going? Oh, pretty good. Everything pretty slow. Pretty slow. Get ready for the nuts. You know the nuts. The nuts. Uh, what kind of nuts? The feel birds. The nuts. Oh, they feel birds. Oh, the nuts. Oh, okay. <laughs> the little nuts. So, uh, what's what's your job when you're uh, when you work on the filberts? You tractor driver. You uh, uh see, you drive see. the sweeper. Tractor sweeper sweeps the nuts into a row. Then the scooper scoops them up, puts them in the totes. That's pretty good. See, pretty easy. Pretty dusty. Pretty easy. Yeah, but then. What's you? What do you guys do when uh, the mud comes? I mean, you just got to take a break, don't uh, you? See a little bit. Yeah. Sometimes work through it. Get wet. No good. No good. Well, I heard because uh, you're you're from, are you from around the Dayton area, Mexico Jones? Uh, see now. See. Uh, well, I'm just curious because I know a guy from. Uh, he's out on the coast, and he's he built a machine uh, that uh, can pick in the mud. Pick the nuts completely clean. They come out, no mud, no nothing, no nada. No nada, no mud, no nothing, no, no, no leaves, nothing, no man. gunk. No, seriously, cool. that's pretty good. Pretty good. So uh, I don't, I don't know who your uh, jefe is or your boss is, but uh, you should probably talk to him about getting one of those machines. See, maybe get a raise. Maybe get a raise yeah. might make your job a little easier. See, mucho dinero, mucho cerveza. Yeah, pretty good. See, pretty good. So, uh, so what was, what was the hardest thing about the summer? Um, was it the heat? <sighs> the heat. The hours, the corn. Oh, what happened to the corn? Irrigation or trucking it? Trucking it. Sometimes you know, work twelve hours in the day and then eight hours in the corn in the night. Yeah. No sleep. No, no sleep. Good. No good. No. And then the boss say, "Hey, I need you in the morning." Like, okay, no sleep, mucho coca. <laughs> <laughs> so Cristo. Yeah, just between us. Yeah, yeah Mexico Jones. Uh, <laughs> we we'd rather have you alive and safe than. Uh, well, I mean, do what si. you do what you gotta do hey, to stay alive. See, si, see, si. um, on this side of the wall, eh? <laughs> hey, somebody's got to. See, si, see. Si. Um, so I guess uh, schools come back in. Your daughter just had a quinceanera, I think, the last time si, we talked, si, and uh, si. she must be going back to Pretty school. Pretty good quinceanera. See, si, back in school, uh, she is my oldest of yeah. fourteen. Yeah. You see. Fourteen. See. Si. Catholic no, or just Mexican? Oh, see, si, see. Si. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're not Mexican. Yeah. Well. That's a fun. That's. Well, that's are you? I guess that's the question. As far as I can tell, you're a full-blown white guy. See, si, see, si, but uh, you know, I like uh, I like the Mexicans. I like the culture. <laughs> so see. Si. Yeah, and I can't argue with that. From a young age, I like it. Yeah. See. Si. It's it's a good uh, it's a good spicy, vibe. Spicy food, you know. Tacos. Good tacos. Tacos burritos. burritos. It's good. Crispitos. <laughs> yes. No. I I hear what you're saying. So. um... What's something you're excited about uh, as we kind of roll into the fall season? Um, oh, you know it's time for football. 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 Yeah, football. Football. Uh, football. Football. Uh, you talking about American football? No, football. Oh, soccer. Foot soccer. Okay. Football. Soccer. Football. Soccer. Football. Okay. Fine. Si. So you're looking for a little football, huh? PJ Gavache. See. Yeah. What's uh? What's your? Uh, I mean. Would you say it's better than American football? See, si, see. Si. Por qué? 
Uh, ¿Por qué? No, no, take break after. Oh, one play, take break. One play, take break. Yeah, no. I, you know what? That's Always that's running. a solid Always point. There's play. a lot more conditioning si. in uh, si. football. See, si. <laughs> run pretty far. Yeah, well, and uh, you got uh, who's your favorite player? I mean, Lionel Messi. You probably a Cristiano Ronaldo guy, huh? No, Neymar for Brazil. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. South America. Interesting. See, si. interesting Mexican culture, but you like the South American soccer teams. That better than Europe. You know, that better than Europe. Well, obviously, the Germans are pretty good, though, aren't they? Fuck the Germans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we'll just leave it on that. Uh, <laughs> anything else uh, you want to add about the farming season that uh, was particularly tough, or that you would like people to know about you, or um, I don't know, anything you want to tell our audience uh, before uh, we end our segment? Oh. What do you go with that kind of green light essay? It's a, it's a, <laughs> you know? It's a big question, uh, man. Look, man, Mexicans, they're hardworking guys. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with the Mexicans. You want to ship them out of your country? You have to do that job yourself, man. Then you're going to have to... Someone's got to pick the strawberries. Somebody has yeah. to. You want it to be Somebody's you, but you it. want it to be Jose. You take your pick, you know? You take your pick. You know what? I think that's well put, and I think that's a good place to end it on. Uh, okay. Mexico Jones, uh, we appreciate you ha having you on the program. Uh, oh, let's geez. hear it for Mexico Jones, ladies Mucho and gentlemen. Bailamos. Adios, amigos. Mexico Jones. I got a Mexico Jones. I got a Mexico Jones. I played. Ay, ay, ay. Mexico Jones. I got a Mexico Jones. I got a Mexico Jones, oh baby, ay, ay, ay. Not long after the perfect woman was released to the general public, mankind grinded to a halt. Men became disinterested in their wives, they quit going to work, and they neglected their families. The global marketplace shut down and industry crumbled to the ground. With the lack of real sexual relationships, society saw a sharp decline in birth rate. Scientists are concerned that if this rate continues, our species could face extinction within the next generation. Homosexuality is thriving and women are finding themselves out on the street. Knowing that only Eugene Puddles can stop our all but certain demise, the woman plead to Eugene on behalf of humankind. Featuring Rosie O'Donnell. Sex with a woman is a lot better than sex with a robot. Trust me. This Festivus, the legend of Eugene Puddles. You are still a good time with the good time with buds. Welcome back. And uh, we're going to talk 90s nostalgia now. Yeah. Like, I fucking I love... I hope you guys are excited because I'm excited. I fucking love 90s shit. Yeah. I mean, I was zero through... We were both born in 92. 92. So we got to, like, we got to experience the 90s. Like, some yeah. of it briefly, but we got to experience Some of it briefly, but yeah. And, like, that was we like... Only got, we only got one year with uh, George H.W. Bush. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, well, that shit, dude, 90s, like, cartoons. Oh. Like, what you wake up and watch in the morning, 90s cartoons were so fucking... Did you ever weird. watch Street Sharks? Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, 
So when I here's one of the things about growing up in the '90s. When I grew up in the '90s, um, we we're out in the country, way too expensive to get cable out there. So we just had the antenna. So we had three channels if we were lucky, and um, so the main shows to watch were obviously The Price Is Right if you're sick with Bob, Bob, Barker, Bob Barker, the only the only host. host of motherfucking yeah. Price Is Right. So there was that. There was uh, obviously sports were on, so that was nice. Um, but Saturday morning cartoons. So every once in a while, Channel 49, which was Fox, I think, Channel 49 would have Street Sharks on, and I would be able to get like a little bit of the signal, but it was still pretty... Fuzzy? Yeah. And you know what? It was a better time when you couldn't always get the TV that you wanted. No, but you got the... Because when you did get it, it was a big fucking deal. It was deal. sweet. You used to wait around all week to catch like 15 minutes of it being kind of fuzzy. Dude, Saturday morning cartoons were fucking sick. Scooby-Doo? Yeah. Like Scooby-Doo. Classic. Doug. Doug. Rugrats. Rugrats hey was a Arnold, huge one. Cat Dog. Yeah, the Weekenders. The Weekend. Weekenders. You ever watch that? Rocket, uh, I think that was early 2000s. Rocket Power. Rocket Power was my dude. favorite all show the, other than Rugrats. Man. Dexter's the, Laboratory. Dexter's the fucking bo- Pinky and the Brain. <laughs> what are we going to do today? Pink and, and, brain. And Same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over over the world. world. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Did you hear that Workaholics was described as an adult version of Ed, Ed, and Eddie? Makes total sense. Yeah. But yeah, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. um, Courage the Cowardly Dog. That one might have been... fuck show. That might have been real late in the 90s, but that's still good. It was a weird show. That was a weird show. Uh, The 90s were like a weird time. Yeah. Everybody, like, America was doing pretty well in the 90s. Yeah, but people were still kind of getting out there. We had Bill Clinton, and even Republicans regard Bill Clinton as a pretty good president. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, things were pretty good. The economy was strong. He did some good things. He built the economy. Yeah. Pretty fucking solid. Yeah. And so, uh, that was, it was just a great time to be alive. Obviously, the cartoons were great. Um, I used to watch them at my grandma's house all the time. She had cable. Like, video games? were meant to be played with just four people, like one to four people in a room together on a system. You just play the game. Kevin, how do you feel about playing a little Nintendo 64 after we're done with this? Yeah, dude. Like, it's Ladies and gentlemen. Just, you literally just play <laughs> the fucking game. Yeah. You don't have to set anything up. You don't have to load anything. You don't have to sign into you your, your fucking email account. You literally p- plug it in and play the fucking You turn game. it on, it says press start, you're all of a sudden you playing turn, Mario Kart. 50 turns of Mario Party in three minutes. You're Ladies playing, and gentlemen. You're playing yeah. in oh. three minutes. Unreal. Yeah, there's no anything. And if anything breaks, fucking blow on it. And no sh- it will no work. shit. That you, fixes everything. Every ailment I've ever had in the 90s fixed, got fixed by just fucking blowing on Dude, it. I've had the Nintendo 64 that I've had since I got it in like 1998. And it has never not worked. I don't have a single game that has ever broken. Yeah. The only reason I've ever had a controller from it break is because Cash Russ's <coughs> dog fucked with it. And we go pretty fucking ham. We go pretty ham. Well, but things like Mario Party, it forces you to go pretty ham. They fucking hold They up, are man. fucking bulletproof. They hold up. And Do not understand. It's more fun gameplay. It's designed around... Even if you're a beginner, you can still kind of get it enough to be involved. You ever play... Like, I don't play video games now other than the Nintendo 64. If you play Call of Duty with somebody who plays Call of Duty, you're just, like, constantly getting shot in the back of the head, getting sniped off. So I never play. 
Because yeah. it's not fucking fun. You can't just jump in on those. But you could jump in on Mario Party. You could jump you in on Cruise in USA. You could jump in on Mario Kart. Turns. What's the best? What's the best Nintendo sixty four game? Mario Party. Yeah. Hundred percent. Mario Kart's Mario pretty Kart good. Too. Yeah. And then James Bond Golden Eyes number three. What Zelda? I was pretty good. Love Zelda. Uh, Bomberman was pretty good. Zelda is the only like fucking Excite Bike sixty four video game I ever played. Which one? Zelda. Yeah. When you just get like fucking real only, nerd I only shit. ever play Ocarina of Time. That's the only one. Yeah. But I, I don't have that one. You know which I one I fucking love that game. You know I would what? play that right now if I could. You know which four, one I lost. Four hours. I always wanted that game and I could never find it. Did you ever play? Huh? Zelda? Yeah. No, I I played it, but I always wanted to have it for me, I guess. But I could never find it in stores. Uh, Have you ever? Did you ever play Kirby sixty four, the Crystal Shards? Yeah, my brother used to love that game. Game's fucking awesome, and I think I gave it a like somebody borrowed it. I don't know who it is, and I used to fucking love that game. Super Smash Bros. Oh yeah, see, dude. That again, a game where everybody can just jump in Beat and the just shit yeah. Out of each other. It's such better gameplay. It's such, yeah, it's such it's better such gameplay. It's such easier gameplay. It it was actually meant for fun, not just like here's the basic thing. You got to buy the extra pack now. Dude, Make sure you're yeah, signing on fuck Google. Fuck having to buy an extra thing for everything. Yeah, the worst thing you had to buy was a little expansion pack for Donkey Kong sixty four. Arguably another great game. Diddy Kong Racing. Dude, I bought Get the fuck out of here. Five. Huh? I bought Halo 5. Yeah. You can't fucking play that game two player on the same console. Really? You literally cannot. In any format. Because it's gotten to the point... But, dude, we used to play... Me, Ian, and my brother used to play Halo 3 so fucking much. And that was literally the most fun game. I would just get on there yeah. and fucking shit talk people. Those are pretty and fun. And we, we, either we win or we lose, it doesn't matter. We just shit talk people. Yeah, he is that the one where you wear the headset and you can talk to oh, them? Yeah. What do you call that? Live online gaming or something? Yeah, yeah, just like online live gaming. All right. Yeah, whatever it is. But, uh, but yeah, that's pretty fun, but that's a little more recent. It's like interactive gaming. Yeah. That's more recent, though. Yeah. And I mean, I will admit, like, Halo's pretty fun, and you can kind of jump in on, like, you can understand how to drive the Raptor and the fucking yeah, fuck Ghost yeah, and all that just shit. Yeah, drive shit. The Banshee. At least, thing. yeah, at least you just times. drive shit on that. Yeah. You can't drive anything on Call of Duty. You can't go anywhere. Yeah. But... I mean, but you still can't just jump. The Nintendo in. 64 was yeah. never designed to like get you to the next thing. No. Which is the way that all video games and consoles are designed now. They're just the thing to get you to the next thing. The Nintendo 64 was a standalone. We've made the best gaming console of all time, and we're just gonna make a bunch of classic games for it. Yeah, dude. Mario is just the brand. Mario is fucking out of this world. The brand Mario kicked ass. They took what was such a weird, simple premise, a plumber trying to save a princess, and turned it into a billion dollar company. Yeah, with Bowser. Yeah. Fucking, the Mario characters are all the best characters. Oh yeah. Fucking Yoshi, Luigi, like the little fucking You, little understand, you even know their temperaments. Yeah. Fucking Wario. Wario, yeah. Waluigi. Yeah, Waluigi. Hey, dude, that's a fucking Toad. Toad. Ah! Yeah, dude, it's fucking... Remember that noise that Yoshi makes? Yeah, fuck it. Or all the chick Yoshis. Yeah. So, oh, Yoshi's Island was a kick-ass game for the 64. I used to fucking love that game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so... Dude, 90s video games... I could I could, I could, could go for a little Nintendo out of 64. This world. Um, what about, uh, like, uh, kind of like video games, but they were like the little... Those little Tiger games. The company was Tiger... Uh, but you get them in like Happy Meals 
and like uh, they were just like these little. They weren't quite Tamagotchis. They, weren't quite they were super simple. But yeah. They basically what they were because the one that I remember, which was actually kind of fun, so was, <laughs> this is how fun it needed to be to be considered fun before you have like apps Everything. like Angry Birds and yeah. shit. It was a Rugrats game, and it was super tiny. It was like inch and a half by an inch and a half. And it just had, okay, it was probably a little bigger than that. It was probably two and a half inches by two and a half. But just had two buttons. The buttons were left and right. And it was either Tommy or Chucky from Rugrats um, shooting a goal or kicking a goal, soccer, football. football. And then the other character was the goalie, and you were the goalie. And the whole point was you press right or left to block the ball. And it was a complete crapshoot if you picked the right button. Dude, yeah. But they were fun. Awesome. Like, they... They or took like up fucking even like Game Boys, Game, Game Boy Boys. Colors, Game Boy Colors. Dude, I cannot tell you how many times I played Pokemon, Pokemon. on Game Boy Color on long road trips. Yeah, get like a book light and you just fucking go to town, dude. Yeah, I love Pokemon games because they're all the exact. Fucking they're all the same. exact same. They're like, did you get the silver edition? Yeah, it's, it's like yeah, I also got the red edition. They're the same. Yeah, yeah, but you still do that fucking race Obviously. every time. Obviously. It's fucking fun, dude. Those well, games are fucking kick-ass. They're cool. Nintendo is fucking kick-ass. Yeah. Except the Wii pretty much sucks. The Wii was a bit of a hit and miss, but it was cool for a while. Yeah. Like, some people that like it really like it. I'm yeah. just not a fan. And, like, the Wii Fit, and I guess it does good things. And, like, if you, if somebody has bowling on, yeah, it's fun as fuck. It. I or tennis. It. Yeah. Like, does Russ have a Wii? I don't know, but I can get my hands on one. We should set that up somewhere. Like, probably Russ's house, I would think. Yeah. Like, outside? Oh, like, we set out the TV for the Mayweather fight? Yeah. That'd well, be pretty good idea. Are raining. Oh, shit, yeah. But, dude, his house is all opened up now that we got rid of all that shit. Yeah, that's great. That was sweet. <sighs> all right. <laughs> um, so, anyways. Dude, what about, like, Tiger Furbies? Games. You ever have a Furby? Yeah. I had a Furby. Oh, I had a Furby. I think I had two Furbies at one time. Really? I'm pretty sure, dude. I was all into Furbies at one point. So they could kill each other before they killed you? Yeah, dude, that's like a gremlin. Why would they get us gremlin-like Dude, creatures? I don't know, but for some reason, that was the biggest... That was one of the biggest fads out Ever. there. Like, I had a Furby. You had a... We all had a Furby. Everyone had a fucking Furby. And I remember my, my aunt got a Furby, and I was like, shit, I want one of those, and then I got a Furby that Christmas. Yeah. And it's like, there's nothing about this that should be worth wanting to have. No. What and if you take... If you somehow get past their little thing, they're just like a demon... <laughs> just spouts weird little phrases at yeah, you. Yeah, dude. They were fucking little gremlins. Oh. Did you and ever you hear... Them everywhere. Like, you just took your Furby places. Kevin, I'm going to look for something real quick. Talk about the Furby for a second. Dude, I just... Dude, did you ever have Beanie Babies? Of course. Dude, I had so many fucking Beanie Babies. My... So many. Grandpa Dennis deals? Grandpa Dennis? His daughter collected them... They had like a thousand. They also had those sweet little Chevron cars that have the eyes and the mouth. Because he used to own a Chevron dealership. Just collectibles all over the place. Sweet 90s collectibles. There's a lot of them. Fucking Pogs. Fucking Tamagotchi pets. Fucking Furbies. Fucking Beanie Babies. Fucking Chevron cars. Like, we collected, we just collected shit. We were trained to just collect shit to fill our houses that mean nothing. Yeah. We were all told that the Beanie Babies were going to be worth something someday. And it never panned out. Some not yet. Some are, dude. Yeah, very rarely, though. Yeah, but, like, that doesn't matter. Only the rare ones are going to be worth any money. 
They Dude, were all you know what's a bunch of bullshit? My mom didn't like me playing with uh, Pokemon cards. Whatever. <laughs> There's and no need to try to. I had to that. rip up a bunch. I had. What's the bird? Charizard? The bird. Charizard's like a dragon. Yeah, not at all a bird. Uh, the the electric Zapados? bird. Zapdos, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Zapdos. Um, I had the holographic first edition. Apparently, it's worth like 150 bucks, and I had to rip it up. I didn't know it was uh, it wasn't 150 at the time. Oh well. But I had it. I just I fucking knew it that it was gonna be worth something. Bunch of bullshit, man. Dude, poke. I like collecting cards. Collecting Pokemon cards and Yu-Gi-Oh cards was super fun when I was a kid. Yeah. Like I wish I would have. I thought Yu-Gi-Oh was lame. No, I thought I Yu-Gi-Oh was too much of an attempt to just be another Pokemon. I fucking swore by it. I don't know why. I, I never liked any other one like Digimon or Magic or anything. But I liked. I never. I never used the Pokemon cards. I always, I played the Pokemon games and I collected the cards. But I would actually like use the Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Like I knew how to fucking do a duel. It's amazing how different you become as you grow up. Like, I would never, ever, ever just trade cards with people. No. I don't even play video games anymore. I mean, I guess a lot of adults now play video games. Not men, though. <laughs> Fucking pussies. But, like, Unless would, it's you, a Nintendo would 64 you spend game. your money on, a, on trading cards right now? Hell no. No, never. I guess you gotta spend your money on something. But like, yeah, when you're younger, you don't even you don't fucking think about that. Yeah. You just bought the newest cards. And like, there's always a chance you get a sick fucking card. It's true. Like, I I used to collect so many fucking sports cards. Yeah. I used to have like a giant, like, two by two, and then two deep, uh, storage bin full of them. Yeah. I had a ridiculous amount. Football cards were fucking sweet. Yeah. I used to collect all the Madden games because I thought they were going to be worth something. Oh, yeah. Then I ever... Video games... I've Madden 64 for the 64. It's amazing. That video terrible. game might be worth something, but... You think? May, I mean, not a lot, but like... It that might have been my only one that broke, actually. That might have been my one game that didn't quite but, stand um, the test of time. Like, Madden games now are not ever going to be worth anything. Yeah. It's just a shitty disc and a shitty case and it's probably scratched by now. Yeah. Like, go fuck yourself with that. Like... Who is going to collect anything from fucking right now in video games? Because you can't, it's not worth, it's not getting worth it until the next one. We have stupid fads, but we don't have stupid fads in terms of products as much anymore. Yeah. Like now we have things like planking and like just social media, you do something and join in on the thing. Yeah. It used to be you didn't have that outlet, so everybody converged on Furbies and it's Razor scooters and a fucking razor yeah, scooter. Hell yeah. Holy shit, I remember yeah. when I got my first Me too. razor scooter. Yeah, my, I, we were at my cousin's house and they had a sweet downhill. Yeah, dude. Razor scooters were bad fucking ass. Mine is still in my parents' fucking shed. That is unreal. Mine broke. I broke two of them. Really? From, I just kept like snapping the fucking wheel bearings. Or the fucking Those things, they, they take a beating though. Dude, they had a sweet uh, scooter game for uh, N64, I'm pretty sure. It could have been GameCube. Dude, it, fucking razor scooters, you fucking, like, whack your ankle, like... Oh, yeah, it's fucking... You're asking for bruised shins. Yeah, on, dude, uh, that thing's brutal. It's fun, though. Or, like... I'm, I'm sure kids still do this, but when you just fucking, like, ride your bike around town looking for sweet jumps... Yeah. Or, like, ditches and shit. Yeah. Oh, that's the fucking best. That's the best. Yeah, when you're just riding around going, I think I can hit that ditch in a way where I'm gonna get some sick air. Yeah. 
God, we used to do that all the we time. Used to do that all the time. We need some fucking good ones. Yeah. Man. Well, my dad uh, took the bulldozer and made that sweet fuck. I don't know. If you did you come to that, that fucking the sweet bike track? bike track behind my parents' house? And then the dirt bike track, but the bike track. Anthony Maldonado used to come over there. Fucking all those guys. Yeah, fuck yeah. And we just like, that was fun as fuck. Yeah. And now, kids they, looking at their cell phones. People don't trust other people anymore. Yeah. Like in general. Well, also they, people are too afraid to get sued and just like have kids over yeah, and just like play on the trampoline. Trampolines were, I feel like were way bigger back then. I could be wrong, but I feel like trampolines were bigger in the 90s. The best thing... They didn't have the nets on them. That's for fucking sure. That's for fucking sure. I never sure. had a net on mine. Dude, I used to go flying off those things. Because we, we... It used to be... Ours used to be surrounded by thorn bushes. And so... And one time... Somebody like Mitchell's age... Like double bounced... You know, the double bounce. Everybody oh, yeah. knows a double bounce. Dude, and I went into the stratosphere... Shit. And then just ended up in the fucking thorn, thorn bushes. Oh, dude. Fucking... Me and my brother. people would be afraid to get sued. Me and my brother used to jump off the trampoline into like a one and a half foot kiddie pool. Yeah. No pain. Yeah. At all. Never got hurt one time. And and yeah. But nobody fucking. Dude, everyone's so afraid to get sued or like Everyone, to be yeah. held liable. Or just everybody's afraid to let their kids be kids and kids bang themselves around sometimes. Yeah, kids get fucking hurt. Like They're if you stupid. just put the kid in the bubble where he can never get hurt. You're going to be dealing with a real pussy in a few years. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I feel like trampolines kind of went out as well. Yeah. God, I would jump on one right now, though. I remember people right getting now. trampolines with a net. Ian had one. It's like, get this pussy. Yeah, the Shelbert's had one. Get this fucking net off of here. I'm not a fucking cage animal. I need to just be able to jump freely. I'm a peacock. You got to let me fly. Yeah, dude. Um, Dude, the Coleman's trampoline, there were some fucking injuries had. Oh, for sure. On that trampoline. Well, that's because all we did was practice WWE moves. Or WWE in the 90s was better. I'm just going to throw that out there. We didn't have that as a subject, but yeah. 90s WWE. No, w- 90s The Rock is maybe my favorite character of all time. It was WWF at the time, but yeah. WWF at the time. He's right up. It's between him and Stone Cold. Dude, 90s The Rock, it was just such a badass. But Stone Cold? Stone Cold was a badass, but Stone Cold was also a fucking, like, he was a dumb redneck. Like, The Rock was the He and I share a name, so I think I subconsciously gravitated The Rock, I swear by him too, but The Rock is, like, look at him now. The Rock was the man, and Stone Cold knew it. Everyone knew it. Oh, obviously, The Rock has always been the man. He's the man, and you know it when he walks in the room. Yeah. In 90s, The Rock fucking knew it. Yeah. Before anyone else did. What is he? The Brawl Bowl. The fucking... Pie eating, trailblazing, eyebrow raising, step, step off the brake, put your foot on the gas, always ready to whoop some ass. People's champ, The Rock. That's what I'm talking about. God, dude, I'm Do fucking, you smell what The Rock is cooking? I fucking like that's a yeah. 90s The Rock. Yeah, 90s The Rock is kicking. But all of 90s WWF was badass. Badass. Fully Undertaker. Yeah. Fucking Bret Hart. Bret Hart. Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho. Oh, dude. Um, Goldberg. Oh, Bill Goldberg. Who's Sting? Fit as ever. Who is still fucking Sting. wrestling? Eddie Guerrero. Oh, dude. Guerrero. The Hardy Brothers. The Hardy Brothers. They're that's some high flying action. Um, obviously Rey Mysterio. Oh, dude. 
And <laughs> Triple H, obviously. Was Dragon Ball Z new in the 90s? It's, it had to have been. Dragon Ball Z was a big one. Because we that used to watch that all the time. Yeah, I watched that at the Coleman so much. All the time. But now my brother has it on DVD, and so I don't really know like when it's from. No, but I feel but like it, it would still be... I don't think I'd watch it, but I think I would be entertained if I did. Dragon Ball Z? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's fucking good. I yeah. swore by Dragon Ball Z when we were a kid. We used to just fucking pick characters and literally just fight. Yeah. On the trampoline. At the Coleman's. It's just like... <laughs> and you're just fucking tossing people off the oh, deal. Off the trampoline. We're wrestling fucking people that are four years older than us, and at fucking ten, four years is a lot. Yeah. That's a fucking... And then we just go play tackle football after that? Yeah. It's like, God damn, dude. Those were great times. The 90s were just great. The 90s were just... Things were just a little simpler then. Yeah. Like, you just went outside and played. Yeah. And, and it was reflected in games like Nintendo 64. You just turn it on and you play. Yeah. Like, there wasn't a bunch of bullshit before you get to just having a fun time. No, you literally turn it on with your friends, you play, and then it's over, and then you can either play again or you go fucking outside. Yeah, you don't have to buy the expansion pack and shit. Yeah. Um, God, I love the 90s. I love I the 90s I love as well. the 90s. 90s moms. 90s moms. The mom gene pretty much introduced in the 90s. Yeah. But... Hot soccer moms. Perfected in the nineties. Hot sure. soccer moms. Yeah. Oh. That's that's uh, that's where it's at. That's a style of lady that I would like to see. It's a classy now. lady. Yeah. yeah, that's a classy lady. She's a classy lady. She's, she's a good Republican and she. Yeah. She's a great Republican. Yeah. She's conservative. Yeah. But but, but she keeps a little she keeps a flask in her back pocket yeah. at the soccer game. She's, you know, wild. she's hip. She's hip. Yeah, she had a good time in college. Yeah. A couple experimental weekends with. Allen Ginsberg. Oh. I think that might have been too early, date-wise. But anyways, um, <laughs> 90s moms were hot. 90s moms were hot. Uh, a bunch of the sitcom moms were hot. Well, yeah. Becky... T- Dude, Becky, even uh, the TV was <laughs> better. Becky Duncan's. Also hot. Also hot, I'll say it. Yeah. But, dude, even the TV was better. Like, everybody loves Raymond, Seinfeld. Obviously. Like, everything. Friends. Friends. The which, quintessen- another quintessential 90s show. Which I'm not a huge fan I'm of. I'm a big fan of. But, 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 I mean, that's that's great 90s. Yeah. The 90s had its own a- aesthetic. Yeah. Dude. Which, yeah, you know, flannels and... And, like... It was meant for the Seinfeld, Pacific Northwest. Seinfeld that's why grunge was huge. Friends would never work now. Because no. everybody would just be on their phones all the time. Yeah. Whenever they were together. Again, modern day Seinfelds, though. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah, I know, but like, I'm just saying. It wouldn't like, work. Yeah. Yeah. Those people would just be on their phone all the time. Yeah. Like, it's, nobody would go meet at a coffee shop because everybody would be like, where you at? I'm at my house. And then you just fucking go there. Maybe it's different yeah, they, in the city. I don't fucking know. But. Yeah. Everyone still would get to that point and then just get on their It wouldn't work phones. now, though. You're right. So, there's that There's that little the remembrance of not having that constant connection to everybody. Yeah. And, like... A little bit more free. When people call you, you you're, you probably don't know it. So, you don't f- have this pressure to call people back. You get home and you check your messages and then you just take care of it. Yeah. You're not constantly there, and when they call you, they know you've got your phone. But you're maybe just not, you can't answer. Yeah. Or maybe you don't want to answer, but yeah. they know. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you just it's just a much bigger feeling of being watched. Yeah. Basically all the time. All the time. And so... 
just looking back, things just seem so simple then. I mean, we were kids, we were so... Eight, so. Things yeah. were pretty simple. Obviously, yeah, well, yeah. But, obviously. I mean, like, even still. But, I mean, there wasn't... Like, I see kids growing up You could now. still just go out and work a job and support a family. Like, I see kids now, and it's like, that kid is definitely growing up way different than I did in this same town. Yeah. Like, it's way different. Yeah. Well, it's weird to think about, like... It's just weird to be born before the turn of the millennium. I mean, holy shit, did we just land smack dab on a major time frame? Like, yeah. that's a huge time to be alive, and we just happened to be here for it. Yeah. I mean, we were young. We were eight. But yeah. But we fucking... I remember where I was. Yeah. I remember what I was doing. Turn it. <laughs> Obviously. Right up to the new year, <laughs> baby. We had uh, OJ and MJ. Oh, yeah, dude. MJ was MJ was better than OJ. OJ was the deuce. OJ was OJ was good. I love those naked guns. He went pretty far down. Yeah, he was actually pretty good in the naked gun movies. Yeah, like he had charisma and charm for sure. Yeah, he just was a psycho murderer. Gotta hand it to Leslie Nielsen though. That guy can put on a show. Yeah, he yeah. No, call me Shirley. Yeah. Uh. He was like the king of the dad joke. Yeah. <laughs> like, he just would nail every dad joke. But he was always before. very serious when he said it. Yeah. Yes. And don't call me sure. A doctor, what is it? Or a hospital, what is it? Uh, it's a large room with yeah, patients. Yeah, with patients. But that's not important right now. <laughs> What's well, airplane? Uh, yeah. 80s but, movie, but... But, yeah. Leslie Nielsen. Very popular. Dude, MJ was the king of the fucking world. Yeah. In the 90s. Space Jam. We've talked about Space Jam, but... Numerous times. Seriously. Another quintessential 90s movie. Yeah. Like, that defined a giant part of of my childhood. Yeah. Space Jam? I mean, fucking... Get the fuck out of town. Looney Tunes were still good to some degree in the 90s. Oh, Looney Tunes were great in yeah. the 90s. Looney Tunes were good they in the They didn't jump the shark until 2002 with Looney Tunes Looney back Tunes, in action. Yeah. Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on. Um, easily the worst of the Fraser brothers. Who are the other Fraser brothers? There's only one other one, and I don't know, but he's pretty good. Randy. Mark. Randy Fraser. No. But, uh, Flintstones? The Flintstones movie with Brandon Fraser? Oh, sh- not No, better. that's not Brandon Fraser. That's the other Fraser brother. It's John Goodman. And it's, uh, what's that guy? He's in, uh, did you see that movie, uh, he's in the Little Titans? Dude, it's pretty, oh, yeah. That's a good movie. Is, a, is uh, Remember <coughs> the Titans from the 90s? Remember the Titans from 2000. Fuck. Great. Possibly the best football movie. Oh, yeah. It's like, definitely up there. That one, that one does a lot. It's got That's a hell of a movie. It's a hell of a message. Yeah. Denzel. God damn. It does the whole racism thing without being all, like, kind of hokey and preaching. Or, yeah, it's not preaching. It does it right, man. Yeah, that's a good fucking And that's thing. what people need to do, is not be preachy. Do it in a way where it just kind of works. Where it just makes sense. Instead of telling like people how, to do things, just help like integrate what, it. What's a scenario where black and white people get along? Oh, sports. Let's make this fucking movie about racism in sports and how it, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. God, that's a good movie. Launched a lot of stars, too. Ryan yeah. Gosling. Uh, well, I mean, it didn't obviously launch him, but he was in that movie. I saw, dude, I saw him. That man. guy from uh, Lone Star State of Mind. The fat guy? 
No. Yeah, but that fat guy's pretty famous now. From My Name is Earl. Oh, um, Ethan, um... Do you know that guy's name? Yeah. You know the fat guy from My Name is Earl's name? Yes, I do. You got a fucking problem. Ethan Humley or... I'm gonna look it up. Oh my god, dude. (coughs) No, but the 90s fucking... Ace Ventura, Happy Gilmore, fucking Adam Sandler in his prime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ace Ventura? Yeah. You say that already? Yeah. But, like, Jim Carrey and fucking Adam Sandler and fucking... I feel like there's one other one. They they ruled it, but... They they were in their fucking prime. Supply, or Supply. Saturday Night Live was was pretty good with those guys on it. Yeah. Yeah, and like, uh, well, I mean, then you just have movies that like, I mean, obviously, there are good movies today as well, but there was something about movies like Dumb and Dumber and Ace Ventura where it was a combination of a just silly idea and great actors that just, they don't make those kind of movies anymore where it's just a good road trip movie because as we've mentioned before, um... At a certain point, after the year, after the year two thousand, I'm pretty sure. But at a certain point, comedies became more about what's the craziest gag we can think of, rather than how do we write a good, smart joke. And Dumb and Dumber is dumb, but it's full of smart, dumb jokes. Yeah, like they, it's obviously it's not, it's, overly yeah. fucking stupid. Yeah, and it, they are obviously like no one is that dumb. <laughs> yeah, but they play it perfectly. The jokes are actually pretty fucking There's a lot good. of dialogue that's worth listening to, not just, like, visuals. Yeah, they, they actually set a story and, yeah. like, follow the plot throughout the movie. Same with Ace Ventura. Like, yeah. ridiculous, but such a character and an actor. God, those were my favorite movies ever. Yeah, Jim Carrey fucking Jim Carrey nailed was, yeah. that. Yeah. He nailed Ace Ventura. He nailed The Mask. The Mask was a hell of a movie. Dumb Dumber, obviously. Liar, Liar. Liar, Liar, me, Dude, he was myself, and Irene. the world for a little bit. Yeah. Yes Man, though. 2008. Yes Man was a great movie. Yeah. I, that's like a cult hit. People enjoy Yes Man. That was like his last like pretty good movie, though, I feel like. Did he do Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind after that? I don't give a fuck. It might have been 06. People like that movie. I, I haven't seen it. But uh, I like Jim Carrey's the best. Jim Carrey's the best. Yeah. Adam Sandler, dude. Billy Madison. Billy Madison. Happy Gilmore. And The Water Boy, which the I think Water is a Boy. movie I saw from like 10 to 15 more than any other movie. Maybe Ace Ventura more. But the Water Boy, I saw so many times. Yeah. Ben Franklin is the devil. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking uh, the noise that the professor makes when he <laughs> gets hit by that rock. Yeah, I'm just gonna <laughs> find. The, I'm just gonna find the video for that because it's so quick. That is the funniest fucking noise. I remember when I watched that with Jake Criswell. He fucking lost his shit at that part, and I was like, "What the fuck is so funny?" And he rewound it and played it, and it is the funniest fucking noise you could possibly make. You ready? Yeah. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. I've, I've rewound and watched that scene probably more than any scene ever. 
Um, fucking Big Daddy. Big is Daddy. Good fucking Adam Sandler. So, movie? Yeah. Dude, had, he had uh, John Stewart in it. Yeah. Fucking had yeah. Leslie Mann before she married Judd Apatow, and she was. Banging, Bangin', dude. She, she oh, George of the Jungle, which she was also in with Brendan Fraser. <laughs> yes, that is one of my favorite movies of all time from the nineties. Yeah, definitely. we used to have or the fucking. <laughs> we used to have because when you wanted to watch a movie, you would stick in your a blank VHS tape, press record. A great thing. I used to do that with WWE because I was too. Yeah. I had a bedtime. Yeah, exactly. It was always on too late. But my mom let me record Raw with yeah. The Rock and Stone Cold doing all the shit that they did. Yeah. I had to go to bed. But I could record it and watch it in the morning before school. That's pretty. That's pretty good though. Yeah. Um, but so we recorded uh, George of Jungle, George of Jungle, which is what you got to call it. Um. Pretty much right when it came out, which I think was 96 or 95. But we recorded it off of ABC. And into the late 2000s, I would stick in that tape and just enjoy the hell out of the 90s commercials. <laughs> they, they were all just like cheesy and really... It was had like a weird, blurry filter. It was... They were it super was, entertaining. It wasn't watch. like as crisp, obviously. Yeah. The technology wasn't. So it was just kind of like more vague and blurry. And yeah, like, dude. It, and that was just endlessly entertaining. The 90s were just the best. Let's talk about 90s music. Grunge and 90s country. 90s country. The two best things. Dude, 90s country is maybe, maybe the prime of country. It's, yeah. It's right No, I agree. There. It's right up it's there. It's right in between country music and like real feel good upbeat tunes. Yeah. It just right in the butter zone. Right in the butter zone. 90s Alan Jackson is Alan Jackson. a prototypical country singer. Or Brooks and Dunn. Or Brooks and as Dunn. As a prototypical yeah. 90s band. Yeah. Just fucking duo. Kicking Brooks and Dunn might be the greatest country duo of all time. I think they might be. Like who I can't I've they don't do bad songs and Ronnie Dunn's voice is ridiculous. Ridiculous. And even Kicks Brooks, whose name is fucking Kicks yeah, Brooks. Badass. Let's not forget that. Yeah. When he sings it's pretty fucking good. Yeah. Well and then you've got like Sammy Kershaw, uh fucking David Lee Murphy. Not Roth. David Lee Murphy. Um well, yeah. Garth Brooks, obviously, huge in the 90s. Yeah. It was very 90s music. Shania was very Shania. 90s country. Uh, Travis Tritt, Randy Travis. I love some good Travis Tritt. Phil Vassar, Jody Messina. Yeah. Dixie Chicks. I give a damn, it's busted. Yeah, Dixie Chicks might have been in the 2000s. No, Dixie Chicks were definitely in the 90s as well. Dude, they were fucking... Yeah. Toby Keith was pretty good. He was young in the game. Yeah, early 90s was should have been a cowboy. Yeah. And you ain't much fun since I quit drinking. Yeah. Um, so that was great. I mean, seriously, there there was something... That 90s country had that... gave Gives you that same, not desert feeling, but kind of a rodeo. Yeah. Bar. In the West. Saloon. Yeah. yeah. Western saloon. Honky tonks. A lot, yeah. a lot better honky tonk music back yeah. then. They were they were boot scooting boogie in and oh, fucking achy breaky heart watermelon crawl. Oh, achy breaky heart, the fucking mullet, dude. Yeah, man. Nineties hairstyles. Yeah. Joe Diffie. Joe. Joe motherfucking. Mother Diffie. Green. 
Dude. Something women like about a pickup man. Joe Diffie is fucking Joe funny. Diffie's fucking we awesome. saw him at the county goddamn fair. Yeah, we did. Hot damn. Fucking Joe, Joe Diffie, Diffie calling uh, Ray. It was good 90s country. Yeah. He had that one song. Lone uh, Star. Oh, Lone Star was good. Colin, Colin Ray had that one song. Uh, That's my story, and then I'm sticking to it. it. Yeah. That's my story. That's, That's my, my story. That's Dude, yeah. yeah, he was fucking good. Yeah. Uh, let's did, see. Did he also have a little red Corvette? He had a little red rodeo. Oh, yeah, little red, <laughs> red Corvette. Little red Corvette Prince. Prince. Yeah. Gotta catch that little red rodeo. Dude, that is country. You also have that song, If You Get There Before <laughs> I Do. Don't give up on Heart wrenching. Dude, um, 90s love country. 90s love tunes are fucking pretty good. Country love tunes were good in the 90s. Now they're all just stupid. All country music shit. was good in the 90s, man. Yeah, dude. Like, fuck. The radio was money in the 90s. Yeah. You couldn't hear like my parents. Songs. My uh, we only listened to like mostly Christian music in my house growing up, but my parents had the Shania albums, uh, a couple Show Crow albums, also '90s. We, I think we already talked about that, but Show Crow albums, and then um, a bunch of Jimmy Buffett. It's mostly about the the '90s albums, but like that was the best country. Yeah, and that was. Arguably two of the best female singers, but... Yeah, dude, 90s country. They had jam bands like the Spin Doctors. Yeah. And like, um... Fucking Nirvana. Yeah. Yeah, they, they had grunge, one of the biggest... Soundgarden, fucking... Some of my favorite bands. Soundgarden, Alice in Chains. Oh, dude. Yeah, Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Mud Honey, Temple of the Dog, Mad Season, fucking, um... Yeah. Dude, grunge bands, grunge rock is fucking good. Dude, it's tough as hell. It's depressing and it rocks. One of the greatest songs, songs. I'll keep saying it, one of the greatest songs of all time. In Bloom? Rooster. Oh, yeah. By Alice in Chains. I remember... Well, I didn't think that was going to be right because I know it was going to be In Bloom by Sturgill, but I was like... Well, obviously, obviously. It's pretty close. Yeah. uh, I remember seeing somewhere, they asked Slash from Guns N' Roses, what's the song that that will never get old? And he was like, Rooster by Allison Chains and I was like, all right, I gotta listen to this song. If Slash thinks it's that good. Checked it out. Yeah, it's never gotten old. It's a hell of a song. So let's see. Fucking <laughs> Rooster is the name of the song. Rooster. It's about uh, Jerry Cantrell, the guitar player's dad's time in Vietnam. It's an intense song. It's so fucking badass. Um. Let's see what else we got here. It was also, towards the end of it, the start of boy bands and pop. Oh, dude, NSYNC had to be 90s. Yeah, it was late 90s. 97 through early 2000s, maybe? Yeah, like it started in the 90s, though, yeah. for sure. I Want It That Way, Backstreet's Back, All Right, Larger Than Life. Um, what else? Fucking, dude, Backstreet Boys had... Uh, Larger Than Life's actually a pretty good song. I want it that way. Yeah. Fucking. Backstreet Back's alright. Backstreet Back. Alright. Yeah, dude. Fucking. Backstreet Boys and NSYNC were so gay. Yeah. Like, how did. Like, they were so gay. But people bought into that shit. People loved the shit out of it. Yeah. People loved the shit out of it. Yeah. And. uh, We still do. 
I mean, if Backstreet's Back Alright comes on, people are pretty fucking pumped. You have those fucking shitty pencil sharpeners <laughs> in your school. The little... The hand crank ones yeah. that never fucking worked. Those were sweet. I used to just, like, keep jamming it and just basically grind it all the way to the bottom, and it's like, <laughs> well, now I don't have a pencil. <laughs> but that was kind of cool. Dude, I feel like grade school would have been a lot better in the 90s than it would be now. Grade school in the 90s was great. Yeah. Like, it was uh, awesome. Yeah. It was simple. We're still using those uh, overhead projectors. Yeah. Where they just had the clear printout. Printout, and then they would just slide it under a lit thing that goes through two, like, f- mirror things. <laughs> to project. And project it onto the wall. And then they just, like, crank the thing. And it's yeah. like, yeah. Just the bed. Wheeling this giant ass TV around on a fucking cart. Oh, dude, when you walked into class and you saw that fucking TV there. Yeah. Oh, that's a good day at school, man. Dude, you know what movie I feel like I watched at school numerous fucking times? And I haven't found anyone else that remembers watching it. Homework Bound, The Incredible Journey. I only remember watching that at the Craig's house. I feel like I watched that at school so much and nobody else remembers it. Yeah, I don't remember watching those movies. And I remember watching them, I think, in uh, sixth grade. But that was Mr. Johnson's class. But, uh, yeah, dude, fucking... Those were good times. We art, we, we had to go down to art in the basement. Yeah. That was always fun. Uh, we had a small school. I, I don't even know. Dude, grade schools now are just ridiculous. Like, ours... I mean, granted, we're from a small town. But ours is such a minuscule, tiny... Not worth anything size of school. You bite your tongue. Size of school. Okay. Um, and then you look at, like, other ones where, like, high school teams practice basketball. And, like, they're big. Dude, we... Practicing in the grade school gym, though. I just defeated my whole argument. When we practiced in that grade school gym, though, that was a sweet fucking gym. It's a little bit smaller. Yeah. But, like... So like you know the bleachers, but the bleachers are like in a nice spot. They overlook. Dude, that was the best place to have PE. At the stage, grade school gym is nice. Grade school gym is nice. We should try to figure out a way to go hang out in there. I really want to go shoot hoops again. Times, we're out of this fucking world. Yeah. Yeah. Like rhythms, you remember rhythms? Hell yeah, dance class. Just dance class. Fuck yeah, every Friday. Yeah. And. uh... P.E. where it's capture the flag and smear the queer the temple of doom oh dude the, the obstacle course yeah that was fun as shit I, I, if they made a decent enough wage I would definitely be a junior like a grade school P.E. teacher or a 6th grade like Umbi so you could just play dodgeball and throw balls at kids yeah but I, those kids fucking are the worst because for sure think, and they start to smell at yeah, that point yeah if they worse. think they know everything and it's like I want like those kids you want to punch how does Umbi have that kind of patience I don't know because those kids you want to punch absolutely you don't want to punch a little kid because like no you can say that you want to punch a little kid and you just don't yeah you want to punch a woman sometimes yeah but you don't but you don't but a 13-year-old kid, nothing to stop me from punching one of those. I don't have patience for that. Yeah. Like, God damn, you don't know anything, yet you think that you know everything. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking punch you. Like it's, and that's when kids start to get kind of all, like, all angsty and shit. Yeah. Like, that's where it really begins. They just want to kids are the punch. biggest cunts in sixth grade. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Just gigantic cunts. Yeah. See you next Tuesday. They just want the world to fucking burn. Yeah. 
you know how many fart bombs we let off in Oh, no shit. Because the store right across the street sold them for a quarter. How irresponsible is that? Yeah. No fucking shit. We used to have to evacuate the building because we let off like 12. Yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ. And then like the seventh graders and si- eighth graders. Yeah, like, you'd like. Just fl- the sixth graders are fucking idiots. You'd like flick them and then they'd inflate like, until they popped. Yeah, and then it'd just. And then they'd just emit <laughs> the most, the most <laughs> vile. Oh, Ugh. Ever. Rough, man. Those were rough. For the days. Those were the days. So, and the internet, obviously, that was the beginning of the internet. It was the beginning of the internet, and which so, I think is probably here to stay. Yeah, it's uh, probably not a fad anymore. A, yeah, it's, I think it's outgrown the fad stage, yeah. so we're just going to have to get used to that the one. The internet now. But, uh. But kids got to be kids longer. It feels like it. It feels like it. I don't know for sure that that's true, but it 100% feels like it. I just feel like if you're a kid growing up now, it just seems you're gonna like be. There's too much negativity going on in general. There's too much connectivity. Divorce rates are bigger, and you know that kids will grow up better if their parents stay together. <clears throat> I mean, obviously, yeah. It's a pretty. I'm pretty sure science is not divided on that. Yeah, topic. that's a pretty uh, self-evident fact. And so divorce rates are up or just people leaving are up. Um, and then they have cell phones since day one. And so, you, dude, when you were a kid and you saw a tit or even a bra, like, oh, that, that makes, makes your week, makes your week. But now kids can just go on their phone and unless their parents put a block on it, which you hope they do, but um, kids can just look up the most graphic porn you can find. And it's fine for like kids to look at porn like boys like at 13 like they're supposed to like they're biologically they're at that point yeah and like it's fine but they need to discover it if they could just look at it they're gonna be fucked up by the time they're 25 yeah we've never had people with this kind of access to porn yeah we have no idea what kind of actual impact that has on a kid who gets that view of sexuality from From the the beginning beginning. like that's like a pretty dangerous like that could really fuck some shit up yeah cause it fucks up dudes in their 50s yeah dudes in their 40s dudes in their 30s like if you watch too much porn it's bad for you oh yeah it'll fuck you up so but like it'd be weird to. that's why I'm worried about having kids it's cause like every, I, I feel like they're just gonna turn to shitheads yeah they're gonna have the ability of everything at their fingertips all the time yeah and they're gonna be shitheads about it yeah just like because society, and I mean, they did it for us, too. We were still from the generation of helicopter parents, which was a huge mistake. Helicopter parenting is damaging, for Yeah, but sure. you can't blame them. I can't. No, no, no. I never do, because they were just doing what they thought was best with the information yeah, they had. Yeah, they love their kids. Gotta be Exactly. Them for but that. that doesn't mean that it wasn't kind of unhealthy. I know. But I don't blame them for it, because, yeah, they were doing what they could with the information they had. Yeah. But... But it's getting worse because now kids are just being photographed, videoed constantly. They, kids born now will always feel like they have a camera on them. People which need, is not healthy. People need to understand that other people, even though we have the ability to share all this shit all the time, other people don't really give a fuck about your life. No one gives a fuck about you at all. Like, they give a fuck about you on a level where, like, if you died... They would care. Yeah. They would be sad. If you're getting married, they would care. They would be happy. But, like, you posting a picture of your kid laying on the ground 
I don't care. No. Nobody else want, cares to see that. No. Like, some chicks will like to see other girls' babies, because, like, I mean, obviously babies are That's cute. fine, but... Like, but there's there's but there's a certain point where they're taking too many pictures. They're posting far too many times on Instagram. Yeah. And it's like, a we know what your kid looks like. B how about you just play with your kid? Like I saw. Quit quit like taking a thousand because you know that that's not the only picture they took. You know that they're taking pictures constantly, trying to get a couple ones that they can put on Instagram. It's like just play with your kid. Dude, I saw I follow a girl on Facebook. I'm friends with a girl on Facebook, who fucking. Put on Facebook, my daughter had a bad day at school today. Someone's gonna be sitting in the corner when they get home. And it's like, first of all, you don't fucking post that on the internet. No. That's between you and your daughter. Yeah. Like, that's pretty fucked up. Like, all you're doing at this point is embarrassing her and not in a good way and not in a healthy way. Yeah. So, like, don't fucking do that. But then later that and night. It doesn't reflect well on you as a parent. But either. then later that night, she posted a picture of her daughter sitting in the corner. Like, this is how we're spending our night. It's like, dude, go fuck yourself. So, yeah, well, because kids are already. It's like, I mean, since the beginning of time, kids have all, are always, you know, nervous in front of their peers. They don't, yeah. they don't, they don't understand yet that what other people think doesn't matter. Yeah. And so, if you grow up from day one with like the world is watching you, you're punished. The world's watching you. That, and again, we never had that be a thing before, so we don't know what kind of damage that could do. That could do immense damage that we just don't even realize, because we've never had little babies raised with that kind of exposure, and so who knows what it could mean? Yeah. So that's what's great about being a 90s kid. We got to miss out on a lot we of that. We got to miss out on just constantly having tabs on us. Yeah. I would still rather live with an Indian tribe. <laughs> Back too. in the day. But Me like too. the 90s is pretty but sweet 90s too. 90s is pretty good. Yeah. And so, uh, let's see here. Anything else you want to add on the 90s topic? I, we'll do, never be able to cover everything remember, we want to. The 90s was the greatest. Do you remember that game? Robert Williams and Stoutfire. Like two... I had a like a ball on the top and a ball on the bottom and a disc in the middle, and you hold it in your feet and you kind of bounce on it. Yeah, yeah. I had that. The fuck that. was that thing? I don't know, but I fucking want one of those. Why? They don't do anything. I know, but I had a hell of a time on that when I was a kid. They don't do anything. I know. Oh, the only game you had on your computer was that sweet 3D pinball game. Is Snake on your phone? And snake. Well, no, 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 I never had that kind of. Not in the 90s. I had the fucking Nextel walkie-talkie phone until like 2010. Snake on the phone was definitely not the 90s. That was like a razor, but in like 06. The pinball game was definitely the 90s. When Paint. Yeah, Paint. Microsoft Paint. Spent a lot of time on Paint. Just fucking Microsoft Paint and shit. Yeah. Couldn't even think. I was not gonna have to do anything cool, but I <laughs> fucking loved Microsoft fucking Paint. Yeah, and like. Uh, that other Microsoft thing. I don't know. They were all pretty good. They were fun. Yeah. Solitaire, of course. Oh, Minesweeper, dude. Oregon Trail. Oh. Now that is a quintessential 90s Dying school computer game. Yeah. I used I to play that all the time in grade school. Oregon Trail. Yeah. God, dude, one time, one time when I was in college, I was feeling nostalgic. And I was, I looked through the internet like, where can I download some sort of like beta version of, is that right? I'm making up words. Beta no, version. Is that right? Words, but you're not using them correctly. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe, I'm not making it up. Maybe. I'm probably using it wrong. Beta version of Oregon Trail, and I couldn't find it. You couldn't find any way to just, like, play it a little bit? No. Kind Do you remember in, like, high school, though, when Bubble Struggle was, like, a huge thing in Bubble Struggle yeah, 2? fuck yeah, I do. Dude, that was fun as shit. Like, you, had, you were in, like, computer class, and, like... Dude. They used to teach typing. Do they even teach typing anymore? I don't know. 
I cheated. I had Miss Dotson. I used to just. I had Miss Dotson I used too. to just fucking look. I'm a horrible typer. I'm a pretty good typer. I'm better now. That I always wanted to become a good typer though, so I I think that's why I became a good typer. Like you're that was something I wanted to be good at. Idiot. No, because I like to write. Yeah, you're a fucking idiot. No, you're a fucking idiot. You're just a pretentious dude. Yeah, well, you're gay. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but like fucking. Oh, fuck! What was I gonna say? Allegedly. <laughs> Kevin's gay. What about gel pens? Ooh, <laughs> gel pens. <laughs> gel, gel and those, pens. Uh, dude, what were those like? My Little Pony, uh, but uh, like peachy folders that the girls always had. Oh, what were they called? Fuck yeah, those were called peachy folders. Yeah, but they're peachy folders no matter what is on the. But there was a certain type of. Hello Kitty. Hello Pony. Kitty was big for my a little, little while. Hello Pony trolls. No, 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 no. It was before trolls. Powerpuff um, Girls. Powerpuff Girls were big, but no. No, no, It was a type of... It was the company name. It wasn't a set of characters. It was the company name. Remember what it was, but every single girl in the 90s had it. That's hot. That's hot? That's pretty... Briefcase. Remember when you had... Not a briefcase. Binder. Taking a binder to school. Well, they used to ask us to bring those... Uh, uh, floppy disks. Yeah. And now, so floppy disks are still the save icon on like Microsoft Word, even though you don't, nobody uses a floppy disk anymore. And now, and just a good example is today's kids will only see that as a save button. They have no idea that that was a floppy disk. I remember the list of things you got to get for school before school starts in the fall. One of those was a floppy disk. I don't remember ever using it. I don't either. Oh, but if you had the big fucking box of 64 cra Crayola fucking With crayons. With the sharpener. Get the fuck out of town. Yeah, no, you're... Get, the, literally get the fuck out of yeah. town. You're the king. You're, you're the, the king, king, Wheeler. The king, Wheeler. So, the 90s were a great time. God I, damn, Lion King. Oh, yeah, you want to talk about Disney movies and Look, I don't, I'll call you a fucking fag? Like, that's fine. Call me a fucking fag. fag. Half the reason I want kids, literally half the reason I want kids is for an excuse to watch Disney movies with them. And instill no. life lessons with them through the Lion King. I will watch them with my and kids, but Lion I'm not looking King forward to that. Exclusively. No, Lion Dude, King's The Lion Lion. King teaches nothing but positive messages. That's true. I do like Hakuna Matata. Yeah. I just remember when I watched The Lion King in high school, I didn't enjoy it. I was bored. Wow. Do you need to check yourself? Before I wreck myself? Yeah. Because Lion King teaches nothing but wholesome, solid life lessons. I grew up with all chick relatives like that were my age because it was me my sister and then my two cousins who were both female yeah. and so I watched a lot of Disney movies when I was a kid and I was not into them well, I mean they're okay they're okay so, you watching Lion King. so I got burned out though yeah I watched a lot of Little Mermaid see you were watching shitty ones I watched a lot of fucking Cinderella not a lot of Cinderella a lot of uh, Beauty, and Beauty and the Beast see you're watching chick movies dude it's I like didn't like Robin Hood Lion I'll be King honest I didn't like Story. Robin Hood Thought it was lame. I don't know what Robin Hood is. I mean, I know what the Robin one with like the fox and oh, yeah. the lion as the king. That's an old ass movie. Yeah, I didn't like that one. I'm not a huge fan of that either. But uh, dude, like Lion King, Toy Story, Aladdin. That's some good. I'll give it up for Toy Story. I'll give it up for Toy Story. Um, let's see. Aladdin, you. Aladdin was good. <laughs> I didn't watch that one too much. Um. It's fucking. Bugs Life. That might have been 2000. I liked A Bug's Life, but I wouldn't watch that again. I watched it one time super high. Who are the pool platter? Because I realized that the movies were going in alphabetical order, and what I wanted was MacGruber 
and that was at the M's. So I was not gonna make it there because I was way too high. So I just was yeah. like, all right, it's an alphabetical order. What's the best thing I can see? Bugs Life played it. Right. Honestly, probably 15 minutes ago. Russ and I, when we were super hungover, when we were living at the place to be, watched Chicken Run. That's a good movie. That's a pretty good movie. Dude, we watched Moana. What? Moana. Is that good? This is the new Hawaiian movie. I thought it was absolute dog shit. Yeah, I think a lot of people didn't like it, even it, though The Rock's in it. Yeah, it just didn't have... This was my argument. We actually talked about this today at work. My argument is it does not have good enough character development. Really? And I stand by that. All right. No, I believe you. Yeah. They don't worry about that as much. Lilo and Stitch, great. Now, that's a movie. Hawaiian that's movie. a movie about Hawaii. That's a great fucking Hawaiian movie. And good Elvis music. Moana, no. Not good. Not good. Yeah. They're focused too much on making it an ethnic movie that could be accepted by the, uh, the masses. Fucking liberals, dude. Fucking liberals. And so it's, you know, we've got Hillary. Oh, I just want to make a quick point about Hillary that I just heard somewhere that I thought was pretty funny. Is it just, Clinton just, the 90s? Because it is, because, the because she was married to Bill Clinton. Hell yeah, she was, still is. Uh, yeah, but yeah. Even though he's just been banging other chicks. Just raping people and... Well, allegedly. 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 You should say that for me. Yeah. Um, so Hillary's got her new book that she's taken on tour called What Happened. And it's talking about what happened in the 2016 election. I would hope And so. first of all, what a fucking terrible title. Like, I get that it's kind of what it is, but like... What, they're boring words. It's a stupid title for what she wants to be. And everybody's praising her. Oh, she's so brave for going out and doing this shit. And I heard it compared to this, and I agree 100%. As soon as they put it this way, it was like, that's exactly what it is. Hillary going out, doing the What Happened book tour, talking about all the external factors that affected her and why she lost the election, is the exact same as OJ speaking in the 90s as well. OJ going out to... Find the real killer. It's like, no, you fucked it up. It was your fault. Quit trying to blame everybody around you. The What Happened book tour is bullshit. She fucked herself. Yeah. And so it's the same as OJ going out to find the real killer when it was really him. So, yeah. I thought that was a good point. And it kind of ties in with the 90s. Fucking OJ. Yeah. yeah. Fucking whole world in his hands. Yeah, glove didn't fit. I feel like sports were better in the nineties. Sports were better in the nineties. They were Pass, The NBA definitely was. It yeah, was, like, dude. More competitive. Fucking Lakers in the or, well, that was early two thousands more so. But, but like it was just the Bulls, like more physical. The Spurs, like everyone, the Jazz, Suns, Blazers, Blazers. Everyone was bigger and just like more physical. Yeah. I feel like people were getting smaller. People, they're not, but people flop a lot easier now. Like nobody's well, tough. Definitely. At all. No. There's no tough guys. There's no bad boys anymore. No, and if they are, they're manufactured and, like, they Kim talk Garnett. about it and no. it cheapens Kim it and Garnett. shit. Yeah. Talks I saw that. some... He talks about that? No, he talks about... He's, like, just like a fake tough guy. Oh, He oh. talks about being tough and it's like, dude, you're a fucking bitch. You need a Rasheed Wallace out there. Yeah, you need someone who doesn't give a fuck yeah. and they'll throw fucking punches. Hell yeah. Ron Artest. You need Ron Artest on your fucking team. Yeah, well, he's met a world peace, so... Yeah, now... I'm not talking about him, though. I'm talking about Ron. Hell yeah. Scotty Pippen. Well, not Scotty Pippen. I'm just talking about 90s players. Oh, yeah. My dad always said... My dad told me when he came back from a Blazers game that he saw Scotty Pippen coming out of the bathroom. Never known if he was right or not. Or if he was even telling the truth. I don't know why he'd make it up. <laughs> Did he see Scotty Pippen coming out of the bathroom during a Blazer game? It doesn't seem likely. 
Skype and we're playing. Exactly. Could have been after me. It could have been after. But like it, it's suspect. <laughs> the fact that my dad went to a sports game at all is astounding. Like, especially a basketball game, not a Beavers. I mean, he'll go to a Beavers game, obviously, but like a professional basketball game, it's not my dad's scene. It's not really my scene either. I don't like. I love going. Go back to a Blazers. I game. love going to Blazers yeah. games, but the NBA is just not. It's easily my least favorite sport. It's my second. It's my second. Mine goes football, basketball. Soccer, baseball. You're so wrong. Baseball's lame. Holy shit! Baseball's wrong. boring. You are. There's so many games that Holy every game's shit. not worth anything. So no, I completely agree with that. I completely agree with so that. So it's not. But you don't have to watch every game. It's true. Like if you just watch. If the a World game, Series is on, I enjoy it. I will enjoy it when the stakes are high. I will totally enjoy baseball at that point. What about? But like, I don't care when once, it's back on TV. What if like once a month a, a friend wants to watch a Mariner game? It's never w- just once a month, Kevin. No, I know, but like, but, but like, you can't just watch a baseball game every once in a while. On no, I can. I just wouldn't ever choose to, unless it was with something on the line. I would definitely watch. I've yeah. cut a baseball at a Mariners volcanoes game one time. Fucking letting me down this year. They are not. Well, so are the Blazers, and so are the Beavers. Well, yeah, and so are the Niners. My fucking sports life pretty much sucks. Denver All Broncos the are doing time. pretty well, huh? All the time, my sports life fucking sucks. Okay, Trevor's actually looking pretty good at quarterback. Yeah, dude, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't think I can keep liking sports. If all my teams are going to keep fucking sucking all the time. The Beavers are amazingly bad. Like, year none of the them have done anything years. good in so long. It's been a while. It's just like, oh my god, dude. Fuck yeah. this. Yeah. All of them. Go just fuck themselves. Yeah. So, anyways, that's what's great about the 90s. <laughs> and uh, 90s. We'll see you after the break. After failed attempts by the women to convince Eugene that love between two humans is better than with a robot, they inadvertently mentioned that rampant homosexuality was on the rise. Little did they know, Eugene had a skewed view on homosexuality due to his isolated upbringing, where his views were shaped by hateful YouTube comments and slurs from live online gaming. To prevent the rising tide of the LGBTQ community, it was time for Eugene Puddles to do what he's never done before have sex with an actual woman. To do this, Eugene Puddles had to become cool. Based on extensive research of cool people, he started lying to his parents, skipping curfew, and hanging out by the railroad tracks. This quickly led to experimentation with alcohol, weed, and psychedelic drugs. A chance interaction with a young woman at the old abandoned warehouse, Eugene realized in an instant, there's nothing more perfect than an imperfect woman. Starring Aziz Ansari as Eugene Puddles. E equals MC squared. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll learn to love again. Next leap year, the legend of Eugene Puddles. I guess we pretty much just explained the whole movie, but you should come see it anyways. This screenplay brought to you by Obama Kush. Thanks a lot, Obama. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to tell you about Shasta. Yeah, one one of the Shasta one stories. One of the Shastas. But it was our last Shasta. 
So Shasta and is... It's, um, it's a big thing in Oregon State and University of Oregon. A lot of West Coast schools yeah. near Shasta, within 10 hours of Shasta to Shasta. Shasta Lake, yeah. But it's where uh, Oregon State, but mostly the fraternities and sororities... Mostly. Mostly go down and they get houseboats, double-deckers, triple-decker houseboats... And we all and buy a shitload of kegs and barbecue food, and we just go out on Shasta Lake and get fucked up. Yeah, like together, like it's awesome. Yeah, it's 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 very tribal. It is because there's no technology. There's generally not much service, and everybody just gathers on the island where we build a giant fire, and people are blaring tunes from the top of their boats. Because what happens is everybody takes their boat out during the day, but then as Night starts to set and everybody parks at a single island and everybody meets in the middle and parties like, fuck. Yeah. Like, it used to be on Slaughterhouse. Slaughterhouse but then the lake was like super low so they literally kicked us off because it was too sharp of a drop off yeah. on just like fucking jagged ass rocks. Yeah. Like if you fell down that you were in some fucking pain. And people did. So they fucking made us move to fucking mini Slaughterhouse. Yeah. Slaughterhouse Junior. Slaughterhouse Junior which was pretty, pretty fucking good. good. Yeah. When the water was that low. It was just like a long peninsula where you just parked on both sides and fucking just walked up and down going on whatever boat you wanted. Yeah. Like you pretty people much, are always cool if you're on their you boat. You pretty much go part. on someone else's boat. And you, like, as long as there's people partying, like, not if everyone's sleeping, obviously. Like, if people are partying, you pretty much go on their boat, you take their beer, you fucking party, you do yeah. whatever. People are cool with it. People are cool with it, and then you leave, and they go to other boats, and everyone's yeah. just And often, up. often you'll lose, because everybody gets so fucked up, because everybody's just kegs and liquor. Yeah. God, I want to go back. And um, you'll lose guys, and we found Roth, he just happened to be on the boat next to us. Roth was somebody where he had to write our boat number on. You had to write on. your boat number so that when he got lost, they could at least find someone. Yeah. And he just happened to be on the fucking boat next to us the day we had to leave. Yeah. And they're like, is this guy with you? And we were like, yeah, he yeah, fucking is. Yes, he is. We can fucking take care of him. And so this is, Shasta's the event that it's, what, everybody Thursday, looks forward to. We would always go down on Thursday night. Yes. So we would get there early Friday morning. No, we would get there Thursday. No, we'd leave Wednesday night. Yes, yeah, so we'd get there Thursday Spend the night. night. Somewhere so on the way down. Like an old baseball well, coach. Let's, let's start with saying it's the thing that people look forward to, honestly, almost probably the most. Yeah. Uh, and it's the mother. It's the weekend of Mother's Day. Yeah. So I missed a lot of Mother's Days. But that's right because Mom's Weekend is right before. Yeah. So you get Mom's Weekend and then you go to Shasta. Yeah. So it does work out and it's not always a good Mother's Day. People die at these things. Yeah. So, yeah. And, uh, for a while. Though. But it's, it's, it's things that people look, we look forward to it all year and just every day that gets closer, it gets ramped up. People go to the gym, they're shasticizing. They're shasticizing, dude. And, uh, so we look forward to it and then, you know, you're getting your playlist ready, calling, getting all the kegs, getting all the food, and then, you know, you could bring however many people. For this trip, we brought... 18 and it was just we just did guys on this trip and then yeah. we'd branch out but we decided to keep it small and just run it because the past couple years we'd gotten triple deckers with like hot tubs on the top and it's just too expensive it is too much work too much cleaning too much cleaning and so we're like let's just get a small boat with the guys because you can go on any boat and it's our last year and so. it's our last year and so um but anyways the road trip down let's start there the road trip down um it's one. It's one of my favorite memories because there's such anticipation and the drive from Corvallis down to Shasta. Such a beautiful drive going over the Siskiyous and 
Fucking, it's a cool time. And fucking everyone's just pumped because they're all going there. Yeah, just playing party tunes. Everybody's drinking road beers. Awesome time. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. And then you fucking. And we were always in the group where we got to be there first because we're getting the boat. We're getting the kegs. Yeah. So we would we went down this time and we stayed at our buddy's fucking cousin's house. Cousin's house or something. Some fucking weird connection. We had a lot of us in a very small house. A lot of us in a very small house just sleeping on the floor pretty much. But he lived right next to Abby's legendary right pizza. Right next to Abby's pizza. And boy, did we have a hell of a time at Abby's pizza the night before. It's Abby's legendary pizza. It'd be... It'd be, it'd be rude not to go. It'd be rude not to go. <laughs> so we fucking went over there, got some pictures, played Big Buck Hunter. Hell yeah. Because they fucking had that, of course. Yeah. Played that for a while. And but that whole night you could barely sleep because sleep. it's it's better than Christmas yeah. because the next day you're starting shafts. You can't sleep. Yeah. So we finally get up the next morning and like start moving. Get down, we go. Some one truck one truck goes and gets the boat. The other truck goes and gets the, Go kegs. Get the kegs. We get the boat. We get it all loaded up. Then we fucking pick up the people with the kegs. Because they say no kegs on the boat. Yeah. But they do not enforce that at, at all. So we just load the kegs up right at the dock. We got so, way more than we... I'm Not way more, but we got an excessive amount for the amount of people we had. Yeah. We got like... A, not, no. not quite... A, we got like three quarters of a keg per guy. Here's the problem. Is we got like way too much fucking beer... But then we stopped at the liquor expo, and we, and then we bought a bunch of Captain Morgan of yeah. money on hardcore booze. Half gals, so half gals of like Captain Morgan, Jack clown, Daniels, Crown, everything because it was so cheap. Yeah. So we had like way too much booze on the boat. Yeah. And so we all just got ridiculously fucking hammered. Yeah. And uh, let's but, see here. We gotta. I guess we want to stay. Yeah. So we get we go we get the boat and then we have you Thursday not everyone's there. Yeah. So Thursday night is like a very it's a pretty small. It's a little party. more laid back and you just kind of get a feel of the place. Yeah. And, and fucking then you don't you still don't really sleep but no. whatever. Just and then Friday up. everyone fucking gets there. Yeah. So you're constantly going to the dock picking people up. Yeah. Just out around drinking picking people up. Yeah. Partying. And you gotta Time. have a captain who somehow stays sober. They never do, but they like do, legally but they, they have to. Dude, like... It's such a dangerous thing, but, like, it, nope, it's been fine so far, so... Yeah, dude, and, like, um... When you, when you wake up at, like, 5 or 6 in the morning and just start drinking, your days take forever. Yeah, you go, what time is it, 4 o'clock? No, it's noon. It's noon. What? What the fuck? Yeah. Like, how? Yeah. How's it only fucking noon? Yeah. And so, yeah, you're driving around, you're picking people up, and then, uh, and that's when the party really starts. Yeah, once... And everybody brings pong tables, you're playing beer pong, you're playing drinking games all day. Yeah. Cooking, all you can bring is burgers and dogs. You're just cooking those up and just squirting sriracha on them. Yeah. It's delicious, but it gets old. It gets old quick, but it's, it's yeah. fucking good for a while. Yeah. And then we fucking... So we went to Slaughterhouse Junior the first night and just fucking partied. That's the night we were right next to that fucking... Triple decker bus that was or triple decker boat that was throwing the massive fucking party. Yeah. And then it turns out they had like a bunch of fucking drugs. It's a giant drug boat. There. The guy was like kind of a millionaire drug guy. Yeah. And he got carted they away. They got fucking busted. Yeah. And that, it was a huge boat. Yeah. They got fucking busted and that was the boat right there. There's a lot them. of Molly on that boat because there were girls on top. Yeah. One of them was so fucking hot. But there were girls on top. They danced basically from noon until about eight at night. 
ate at night, passed out, got back up at like 10, and then partied till like 3 a.m. Yeah. I mean, the drugs are rampant. Our buddy fucking Ted said that he went on that boat, made out with 10 chicks, and grabbed some titties. And grabbed some titties. We're like, why didn't you bring any of them home? He's like, I didn't want to. Didn't want to. It's like, fuck Fuck you, Ted. That's not true. You're a fucking liar. The whole thing's a lie. Everything's a lie. Classic You're a piece of shit. (laughs) But, dude, that boat was sick. That boat was cool. And the fact that it was right next to us, like, we got a lot of spillover on our boat. Hell yeah. So we had a fucking sick party boat. Yeah. And, um... And then we fucking left and came. The next day we left and oh, we're and we got out that on the water. Storm. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, we got that windstorm and that rain real quick. Like everybody's, so it's sunny. So we we brought like a giant blow up island that you could float off the back of the boat. We're just floating around in the middle of the river Drinking, or in the middle of the lake. Passing booze around. Yeah, passing booze around, oh, listening fuck. to good country music, good party tunes. And then this storm moves in immediately, blows like half of our chairs off the, the boat water. into the water. People are jumping in to grab them. Like, people are just... It got intense it for got about intense. three or four minutes. Yeah. And uh, it's a scramble. It, we lost... We a, lost quite a few things. We lost a fucking fire extinguisher somehow. We lost two chairs. And two chairs, and it cost like 115 bucks. I charge a lot for those so chairs. Go, go fuck yourself. Yeah. And, uh... So, yeah, it's just a... It's a bunch of people who have no business running boats. College age students all running boats. boats, Fucked up as shit. Fucked up as shit. Not just alcohol, but a shitload of drugs. But then, so then that next day after the storm and everything, we went back to Slaughterhouse Junior, and someone fucking stole our tap. Our tap. Our turbo tap. Yeah. The one that doesn't require pumping. The greatest tap ever. So we didn't have a tap. Yeah. So we just took a tap from the other DU boat. Because they had two. Yeah. We took one back to our boat, and then we took our extra keg because we had way too much beer. Yeah. And we just put it out on the fucking island. Right in the middle of the island, just started with, offering up keg stands. With their other tap, and we were just offering up keg stands, blaring music. Russ had the megaphone. Yeah, Russ had the megaphone. we were just fucking, dude, we were just partying our asses off. Just getting ahead. At, like, fucking... Five in the afternoon, six in yeah. the afternoon, when it was still sunny Start about warm. two, probably. Oh, Yeah. If that. And just like, giving everybody not, beer bongs and fucking... Dude, having a hell of a time. Smoking fat blunts. Yeah. Just like fucking partying. It's the best. To the max. And then later... To what partying is, that's what we were doing. Yeah. And then later, the parties moved to the boats where everybody's like brought their own fucking actual DJ. Yeah. Like, who like spins just fucking good EDM remixes. And you and I, and maybe Fluff... Maybe one other person. We were fucked up as shit, but we were on top of that boat. It had the hot tub on the one side, and we were towards the front. Way too much weight on the front. Oh, yeah. But we were partying. The chicks were hot. We were partying about as hard as people could party. We're just fucked up. We're in the zone, and the music could literally not have fit the mood better. No. It. I've never been able to find... I don't know. There was something. It, there was something that raised that above just a party. It took it into the spiritual realm, man. We were just sweet. fucking jumping and yeah. dancing and like basically like a mosh pit of people just grinding on each other. Yeah. On top of this fucking sick. It's just an orgy on top of a boat, man. Boat. Like just fucking with just drunk music. teenagers just losing their shit, man. Awesome. Oh, dude, we were all twenty-one. But, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> but we were. Fucked up. But, I mean, half of the people there are not. Are not well. even close. But, yeah. dude, oh, we, that's just, that is literally a 
fucking party on an island, dude. It's it's something that like uh, if you went to college and we know a couple people that went to college and didn't go. Yeah. But it's like if you miss that, you'll never see it again. Mm-hmm. Like you just miss the bus, yeah. and that's why people in general, if you have an opportunity like that, any opportunity, say yes to it. Yeah. Because there is never a chance that that exact opportunity is going to come again. I'm, you might as well experience like, it. Like, I probably would not have gone to Shasta if it wasn't for you guys in your frat, like, yeah. on a boat and everything. But I was Gotta so come, fucking man. pumped that I went. Yeah. It was so fucking fun. All the dudes were chill. Um, yeah. The first year with the dudes and the chicks, it was pretty all right, but they just pro- provided absolutely fucking nothing. They did nothing. They did nothing. Like, once you get there and you're with everyone, they do absolutely nothing. Yeah. Oh, they, absolutely. Yeah, because they're chicks. They think they don't have to do yeah, anything. Yeah, it's like, God, go fuck yourself. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a hell of a It's the greatest time. time. It and, is the uh, greatest time. Yeah, if you, didn't, if you didn't go, you just missed it. Yeah. Oh, I would go to Shasta again. I know. Talking about it makes you want to go again, doesn't it? I would go again like four years ago, three years ago. I would not go again now. Yeah, fair enough. I feel like such a fucking <laughs> I'd do it. I mean, I would, but I'd be like a fucking... You said it yourself. We could fit it in a college town. Oh, yeah. In a college town, not in fucking Shasta. We exercise a little bit, start eating clean, start own, looking we young. We get our own boat, just like the boys. Yeah, the fossil boat. The good time buzz boat. My parents did it, and on. they called it the fossil We're boat. we doing that. Old because we're fossils. I know, I know what it means. Okay, good. Like I get the joke, but I'm not doing that. All right, we'll call it the boys. We'll call good time, buds. buds. We'll have a banner. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Next May. Well, Mother Mother's Day weekend. We'll see you guys at Shasta Lake, California. I'm in 100. percent We'll bring the good time, buds. We'll bring the fucking coke. What? Hell yeah! What? Allegedly. But anyways, uh, that's one of our Shasta stories. And uh, is there anything we forgot? I'm sure there's a lot. I'm sure there's a lot we forgot. I mean, they had there were uh, slides that went off the back of the boats. There were floating islands. There was just drugs. There was just everything that there's you could ever There's the Shasta shower. The Shasta shower, which is just shampoo and yeah. soap up and go down the water slide. Just start in the morning. Yeah. Uh, it's it's the best time. We should do a houseboat thing where like, yeah, we'll think about it and then we'll have a good trip report. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I could trip on water though. I'd lose my fucking mind. We'll see what happens. Be fine. We'll see what happens. We'll yeah. just park a slaughterhouse. Obviously. So, uh, now it's time for our inspirational quote of the day. Brought to you by Bruce Jenner. Remember, success is not measured by heights attained, but by obstacles overcome. We're going to pass through many obstacles in our lives, good days, bad days, but the successful person will overcome those obstacles and constantly move forward. Man, I feel like a woman.